We're uh, we're always professionals. Um, in fact, I'm so professional. I decided to record turning off my air conditioner because it's more fun that way. What the f- is going on down there? But really, like, the, the main thing is, who can prove we're not professionals? And who's got the doctrine that proves that? We're, we're as professional as the, um, the landscaper uh, who gives you a four-month window on when they're going to trim your uh, daisy bushes. That came out smooth as punch. And creamy as ice. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to WTF and TFW. It's episode 601, where we're going to do the What We Got This Wonanza. We're going to catch up on a whole bunch of Studio Series uh, 86 and Kingdom stuff, uh, because Wave 2 uh, is just getting into, into hands here and there, and we got it all stacked up, and I figured... In keeping with my current comfort zone of just doing big whack theme episodes, it feels like a fun theme to do because it's just going to talk about toys a whole bunch. And I, I think a bunch of you Transformers folks who still listen to this podcast like toys. So, uh, hey, it's a win-win. Uh, Aaron, hello, welcome. Hey. It's a win-win. Win. Win. I mean, you win. won. You found some... Hey, you found some Wave 2! You won! I did. Surprise! Surprise the crap out of me because barely saw Wave One. I'm catching on that it. it I felt a little bad. Uh, sounds like Wave Two is still a very nebulous situation uh, down mm-hmm. there. Uh, it's seems like it's very unclear how to get a hold of it. I noticed that when I realized how many American friends of mine are ordering from a Canadian store just to get Wave yeah. Two right away. Well, I know also on my part there's the whole like trying not to go out to toy stores every day to hit things. So mm. in the past when waves would be coming I might hit up a toy store, you know, a different store maybe every day on my way home or, you know, make an extra show. Oh yeah, we ran out of out of something in the kitchen. I gotta go by and like go check out something. But uh now it's being much more cognizant of where you go and not being online the exact second that the stuff hits Hasbro Toy Shop or Amazon or whatever. So or Hasbro Pulse, Hasbro Toy Shop. I was having a anymore. nostalgic moment there. Yeah, pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I can I can confirm anecdotally I've seen a whole bunch of people uh outside you know various circles all kind of at least hinting at the notion that toy hunting right now is also just a, a dead zone. Uh probably mm-hmm. for various relevant reasons. Uh I I'm actually curious if if there were toys on uh the Everclear green. The I've heard a lot of different misrememberings of the name of the gigantic boat. The Evergiven the, the, Ever, the Suez Canal. Yes, the Evergiven. I'm curious uh if that thing ever carried toys. Um we probably uh, wouldn't we probably between- wouldn't know. For a long Between time. Asia and Europe, probably. It was a massive container ship. I bet that there is at least one toy in one of those containers. Oh man. Now we got a seed we gotta plant the seed every time someone can't find a toy. Well, I guess it was the giant ship that got stuck sideways. Yeah. Oh well. In twenty thirty two. Yeah, do you remember when the Suez Canal got backed up? Uh, do you remember? I think that was the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, what, it's, yeah, it's 2032, we're, uh, we're waiting for Studio Series 2007, because <laughs> they cycled around. Damn it, where's my Bumblebee? Oh, it's the Suez Canal. 
Must be. Uh, also here with us today, TJ, hello! Hi. Hello. I have no funny, uh, relevant memes for you. That's alright, that's alright. Uh, it's it's not even really that relevant. I just uh, am still taken. It's all it's all over now. I'm just still taken by the, the way that we all collectively enjoyed um, the boat stuck in the Suez Canal. Because it's like, <laughs> everything... That is remotely positive because it didn't involve a loss of life is fun <laughs> and anthropomorphizable. <laughs> it's just how it got stuck. You know, like I understand. I understand there's there's reasoning for it, but I've never seen a I've never seen a boat get stuck while drifting. I I, I gotta wonder just like how the I'm gonna assume there's a captain. I actually don't know how a boat that size works. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume the do, captain. Do you, do you do you want to? Um, well, would I be correct to say? Because I can I can vomit this info dump on this. I, I just want to know: Am I would I be correct in thinking that there was probably a moment where a captain felt some kind of reverberous impact or wedging sensation and was yeah, like, anybody oh. that would have been on that ship would have. So whenever you transit an area like that um canals you know the the suez canal and the panama canal um both i know very specifically but sometimes other tighter canals Mm -hmm. you will have to hire a local canal pilot or canal guide who is somebody that like that's what his job is and he's supposed to know the whole the stretch of the whole thing like the back of his hand um and so the canal pilot will be they are not in command of the ship, but they should be the ones giving directions as they go through. The captain is still ultimately the one in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're a captain and not listening to the canal pilot on his specific area of expertise, you're a big dumb dummy. I want to know if um, there was a feeling of a stomach just falling into someone's shoes. Yeah, well, there there, there definitely would have been... Um, actually saw something interesting the ais tracking the the like gps tracking for the ever given uh, mm-hmm. it kind of um slalomed ping-ponged from side to side as it started going through that area oh is that where um, it formed the image of a dong no that was that was out in the gulf that was before getting into the canal okay and quite frankly the image of the dong might have been them just kind of station keeping Mm-hmm. because you gotta wait for your turn to go in and if there's a current you can't just like park it and while those ships have anchors dropping anchor is like a massive that, deal that ship is larger than the fictional spaceship the uss enterprise from what i yes. saw so I, yeah you yes, can't just throw an anchor larger. down <laughs> yeah yeah it's not just one guy going anchors away <laughs> no it's a giant <laughs> mondo thing that probably weighs more than like multiple people's houses do i I have a controversial Um, opinion uh and i realize there's lots of ramifications but just on a base level if i'm just spitting in the wind i don't think a shipping boat should be that big i think that we have pushed we we icarist uh and and we we made it too big some of the stuff i was looking at so like there is a ship size that is called panamax Mm -hmm. because that is the maximum size of a ship that can go through the panama canal due to the locks like mm. a panamax ship will fill the entire of the 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 entirety of the old panama canal locks there's a new set of locks um that's now there's a super panamax that's the biggest ship that'll fit in that 
the Suez doesn't necessarily have a maximum size because there's no locks on it. It's actually just like a straight dig through the Suez Isthmus. So you could theoretically go until you're as wide as that gets. Um, I've actually seen talk about that, um, like the Suez Canal Authority may be looking at reducing the size of ships that are allowed through, um, just kind of due to the situation. Like that. this, this seems, this seems like a landmark is, situation that would th- cause that sort of is, thing to happen. Yeah, is you know, on top of that, the ship was going. I think like twenty percent over the maximum speed that they're supposed to be going. Why in would there. you go fast in something that and, <laughs> and on top of that, like the way that it that it bounced makes it seem like there was a loss of uh positive control of the of the ship. So there's probably <laughs> going to be so many investigations on everything. Um I w- yeah, I mean, preemptively because I'm the helicopter guy. Um there's only one heavy lift helicopter that would be able to remove the the oh my God. containers off of it. They everybody was like, Oh, okay, just hook a couple of hook a couple of Robinson twenty twos up and fly it off. And it's like the Robinson twenty two is like <laughs> a moped. No. There's like you need to maybe have... there's maybe one heavy lift helicopter that would be able to you, pick you need to have synchronicity. A off of it. You'd have you'd have, have to have synchronicity to do that too. You can't just you'd have to have them lift in some semblance of synchronicity, I would imagine, mm-hmm. so you don't have the thing tipping. <laughs> yeah. Well not not just that, but even if you figured, okay, let's say this let's say that you've got the helicopter that can do it. Cause there's if it was a fully loaded container, it's not going anywhere. If it's like a half max rate of a TE, a 20, um, 20 foot container, the TEUs, there's 20,000 of them on there. If, if you had a, a crack crew and an infinite number of these helicopters, you're maybe unloading one every 10 minutes just because you can't, like, you could maybe, maybe, you could get one in the front and one in the back at the same time because it is a big ship, but, like you'd be doing weird stuff. So let's say you can do one every five minutes because you're doing the front and the back. As I stall here to get a calculator up, that's twenty thousand. You know, times five minutes. That is three, two and a half months of removing containers. Uh, TJ, look, you have to use a calculator. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Good. So, uh, that's, that's with magical conditions and magical time. Uh, anything else is, is good. They were able to get it floated and away in case you're listening to this in the far flung future and aren't quite sure where it is. Um, it's not still there. Dear listener in 2023. They didn't Um, build a city around it. Like the city of Macross, they actually got it out of there. They got the, so the, the other part of the issue is that those ships have a huge bulbous bow which sits below the waterline, but it acts basically to make, to disturb the water in front of the hull to make the water go past the hull more um, smoothly. And like a big bulbous bow on a ship like that will save it something like 10 to 20% on the fuel, I believe. Significant fuel savings, but it's a big hidden thing that sticks way out front. So when people are like, oh, it's just nose up to it, it just back it up like you would your power boat. doesn't work that way either. It's got another nose. It's got an undernose. The the bulbous bow goes out almost as far as the point 
of the ship, I believe. I um, wish there was footage those. of that happening, like that you could time lapse, just yeah. like see how that happened. I wish there was yeah. footage. I wish. Th- I mean, maybe there are cameras on the ship. I want to just know. I want to see. I want to see the crew when they were like, <laughs> the "Oh, in- we can deal with the this." Insurance <laughs> company owns those now. <laughs> Um, I just want to see the crew when they thought they could fix it, and I want to see the moment when they realized they couldn't. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting um, once it's all said and done. But no, they were able to. They brought in like the premier salvage company, you know, the salvage company to be like, hey, we want to, you know, get the Apollo Eleven lunar lower part off of the moon, and th- these are the guys who'd be like, all right, well, here's what you're going to need. Um, Oh, you know, just they're, that. They're, the, they're the, the drillers that you take into space rather than say, astronauts how to drill. I was about to say it's the Armageddon um, situation. Yeah, um, but they brought them in. They were able to, I think it was just, uh, they got the the front dug out, they got the back loose, and then they took off some portion of the fuel and bunker oil in it in order to lighten it up just enough to get it floated. And then they, like, hauled butt up to, there's a... A small lake about a third of the way up the canal that they pulled the ship into, and then they were going to unload it all, inspect the ship, you know, try and get those containers loaded onto another ship and do something with the Ever Given, depending on if there's actually damage to it or if it was just jammed in there real good. Uh, we got we got to move on, but I'll end on the on on something I haven't seen anyone else say, and I think it really would have been the easiest solution. Should have called Dahir Insat. Uh, anyway, <laughs> leave y'all to think you. about leave y'all to think about what that could look like. <laughs> Pull up five semi trucks and out pops the giantest quadcopter you ever seen. Just flip the boat over until it's yeah. on land, and then we put it on a truck. You know, the scary, the scary thing about those videos we never showed Aaron the really bad ones, like the quadcopter no, was I've, just the start. I've I've seen them all. Aaron went digging. Aaron went digging. I, I've I've seen them all because I looked at each and every one of them and said nobody with a lick of sense has actually looked at the the earthquake beds. Oh, there's a slight earthquake, so I'm going to snap the steel door shut over and around your bed. Yeah. Hope your leg doesn't hang yeah, off the welcome, side ever. Yeah, welcome to your hell box. Yeah. Oh, but it's okay because we've got a liter of water underneath the mattress for you. Good luck. Oh, d- I, uh... Don't worry, don't don't worry, don't worry. If you get hurt during this. Then uh, we can like op- we can operate and like unclog your system with like drills we're injecting into your bloodstream. Mm. I still gotta we still gotta set up that crowdfunding thing for uh, to, to crowdfund that series where Aaron just has to sit there and spend one hour on every Dahir Insight video. Um, he has to speak for the hour. He, he doesn't get to leave the room. Um, so- I mean, I could do it. They're all so dumb, and I would like to think I have breadth of enough of knowledge between engineering and everything to explain frame by frame why this is among the stupidest things ever committed to any sort of medium. Just don't ever. do it. Don't do it for free. Right. You got to yeah, no, make it a hustle. I, make it a hustle. Yeah. Uh, H- half of it goes to me. Half of it goes to extra life. I'm good with that. Oh my god! Yeah, 20, yo, oh, yeah. twenty twenty one extra life twenty four hour stream twenty four hours of die here inside with Aaron. Let's do. Let's go. You don't have to set up a space. You just have to sit comfortably in a chair I, for twenty four hours. I would donate to that. I would link my audience to that. I would friggin' spam that on every uh, site I could find. I'd be like, you got to come watch my friend. He's gonna test his limits. Just at the end of it, somehow I have a crazy man hobo beard. 
Yeah, he's like he, he doesn't want to take DMT, but he's going to try to replicate the experience through trauma. Uh, anyway, Transformers uh, Studio Series eighty six came out. Uh, it's still only one wave. There's plenty of rumors about more of it coming out, but as far as any pre-orders know, we only have the one wave. Uh, and we we talked about it a bunch when they revealed it at first. And uh, I, I'll I'll say I got all of it. Um, from EB Games, they shipped every single toy in a separate Pure Later shipment. That was embarrassing. Um, but uh, the, uh, the I want to hit the deluxes collectively right up front, because we talked about them a bunch. Uh, my hope panned out. I found all of them a lot more fun in hand um, than, than they looked in photos. And also, I think that Blur and Cup's head sculpts are still terrible. I think Blur's head sculpt is funny. But it's not good. It's just really funny. He looks kind of like Robert Zadar as Blur. Um, and, and and I don't think that he's as Titans Return blurry as I thought he'd be. Like, he shares steps, but he he feels new enough. Like, I, I'm happy with those deluxes. Uh, yeah, I, I think that with Blur, the steps that are shared are stuff that's just like, you know... The shoulders have the same shape as the tail lights on the model and on like all the original stuff. So mm-hmm. why would we not do it that yeah. way? It's yeah. like, why, it's why, like, it's... Why, like like to not do it this way, we'd have to hide fake shoulders in or like fake tail lights in his like knees and then hide the shoulders in the middle of the car and that's silly yeah, so it's, yeah it's like the legs on optimus prime i mean where else are you gonna make them come from mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. It, and I, I guess the other half of that is it doesn't feel like you know how sometimes the 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 shared transformation scheme almost feels to a detriment uh if it feels like if it feels more like a retool than a shared scheme uh Given that it's a blur to a blur, it just felt it felt fresh to me beyond what I was expecting. So like blur was a very mm-hmm. pleasant surprise, even that like it's just getting out of the way, right? I don't think Blur's head sculpts is very good for Studio Series Blur. I just think it, it looks fine, but it's really goofy. Same thing with cups. I don't know if you guys felt better about either of them in person. Uh but I, I, I like Cup actually the most of the three. So I, I got to get you know the bad part out of the way first. It's just that head sculpt on Cup. It's like, it's like if that is a frame from the movie, it is when he's leaning his head back, dying under the water, saying "Fix me," <laughs> but like, like on a toy that you pose, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I mean, of, of the three deluxes, the one that kind of I would say sticks out um, oddly is is Jazz. Uh, he feels Jazz is the one that feels like. Um, he wasn't made for studio series. He just happens to fit it. Uh, I think, I think he's nice. He, he is actually the one I'm, I, he ended up being the one I was, I was the least into of the three, not to say he's bad. Um, it's just that he, he's got a good transformation. Uh, he's a fine robot. Um, he's, he, he, his tolerance has felt the weirdest to me on my copy. And I'm, yeah, like, like, I, I think, like, <sighs> With jazz, and I think anytime you've got the that like upper torso transformation, the the jazz that we got feels just like cl- like clacky yeah. in his chest. Like there, like it feels like there should be another detent in there, but there's not, and so it just like sits there and hop wiggles. 
and, and also, I, I gotta say, like, I, I now am starting to have that same sentiment that's that's been growing. I, I don't really like how much load-bearing clear plastic there is in jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it... It's clear plastic isn't inherently bad. Like we had this on a listener question or something at one point, but it's just like I just I don't like it on hinges. Uh, I had J four from Car Robots back in the day. That's one for those of you who know. Uh, like it's just not it it it, it leads to, to unpleasantness. So J four or J seven might have been J seven, but on uh, the bullet train bullet team train, the Japanese version had clear panel double hinges where everything yeah. was clear plastic. The the one that was the square windows, white yellow. Blue color scheme? I think that's J7. Because his was the shield. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, toy, toy toy tech has gotten better since then, but it's just it's worrisome, especially when out-of-the-box jazz has, like you said, the kind of, like, clacky or I, I feel like mm-hmm. just kind of a little bit janky feel. Um, mm-hmm. But he yeah he looks good like I think I think the that aside from that the toy is fine I'd love to see that toy actually done in fully opaque plastic just just I'm curious if it would feel better um TJ uh you're our resident um climate destruction on clear plastic <laughs> expert uh I, <laughs> you keep blaming you got- climate I swear it's, it has nothing to do with climate I think it's like it's more climate exacerbated. Um, I, I'm actually genuinely curious if silica gel packets will do something for any of any of those kind of things. Like, I I haven't opened them yet. I got a hold of um, Snake Plank. I actually forgot his real name. You know, the snake that turns into a plank. Snake Plank. Yeah. Yeah. Snake oh, Plank. Yeah, no. yeah. I know who you're. Talking. Um, I I remembered his name until you called him Snake Plank, and now I can't remember it. It turns out Snake Slither Plank Fang. is a better name. Slither it's Fang. <laughs> Which he's um, on tank tread, so he doesn't even slither. That's is eight hey, snake plank. All right, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just curious if silica gel or packets or something might help, like just like to keep the the clear plastic from brittling. Um, but even then, like it's still getting sub- subject to, to friction force. Yeah, because what what I've seen is there's been a run of jazzes that people have broken parts off of, on, and it's all in that translucent plastic. Yeah, that's so. the other thing that, that yeah, I I forgot to mention that. Like there are also enough reports of regular breakages that like yours will be fine if you know it, but if you didn't know it, like there are some spots that you could probably snap. Uh it sucks cuz yeah. you know jazz jazz is good. <laughs> so it yeah. sucks that that's a problem. Yeah, like this is the first time like since Reveal the Shield where I felt like I I'm comfortable with a jazz figure and it's unfortunate that it comes with that caveat of be real careful with these parts and then hope that they age well because yeah. otherwise it's a it's a really smooth figure that's one i really really enjoy yeah like they 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 nailed the transformation um while like i'd say still making it feel a bit fresh like i don't have him right next to me i just remember there's there's uh, it's the bit with his his silver stomach piece flipping around i think that's super cool mm-hmm um, that that's a really cool way to move the mass without adding lots of hinges. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's a clever toy. Um, and I guess I, I'd love I just like I said I'd love to see it done in in um, more opaque colors as you know one of the one of the who was it Art Fire no not Art Fire Stepper Stepper I remember Jazz's I'd love to see a Stepper and just cast everything in solid and paint the windows and yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Curious what the tactile difference might be on that. Um, 
one can dream. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, then we, you know, there's Blur, um, who is, you know, shared scheme, but I, I think he, he executes it really nicely. Uh, I'll, I will acknowledge, I think the, the things that end up under his, um, forearms, those big chunks of vehicle mode, they are unsightly. I don't blame folks who are trying to figure out, like, you know, third party part swap add ons to get rid of those things. They don't bug me a whole lot. But when you look at them, you know, they, they don't hide. They're very loud. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, to me, the star actually was cup. Uh, and I know that's highly debatable for a lot of people, but, uh, I think cups transformation is, is genius for mainline. Um, granted mine works really well. I have seen, uh, folks who have had parts break on cup, um, and it's probably a mixture of, you know, uh, just getting a, a bum copy. But also, when you got to fold his shoulders in, like, I think it is pretty easy to do things in the wrong order by accident and, and have, you know, a, a fulcrum effect, you know, put a lot of, a lot of tension on something. Uh, he, he very much is a sequency, like a sequence matters. Very much. Yeah. Transformation. But it's, and I was, oh, good. I'm very surprised at the, you know, I think I said this before with the way that the round shapes come out of the square body. Yeah. And then just how small his, like, kibble is, the little tiny, like, backpack that he ends up with. And he disappears mm-hmm. into that alt mode. Like, mm-hmm. when, when you transform, mm-hmm. because you can transform him from the waist up before you get to the legs. And then when you look at, like, you know, that half of a, a future pickup on legs, you're like... How does the top half of Cup come out of that? He doesn't fit in there. Right. Like, what happened? Uh, it, it, it does a great job with, like, angles and even the fact that his leg panels do, like, his leg panels do half of the moves that you'd expect them to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, this part only rotates 90 degrees. Well, that's weird, but once you put the other parts next to each other, it just, it does a very good job of hiding, hiding mass and, and... And giving the visual look, you know, the, the, like the bed rails down the sides that are really where all of his legs hide, but your brain just like makes that width seem less because pickup trucks bedsides aren't nearly that thick. Yeah. It does a great job of doing its thing well. And, yeah. and the tolerances feel good. Like, like stuff tabs together nicely. I could see a bum copy just sucking for someone if those fender tab bits that, that are on the legs, um, that, that connect to his shoulders, like, uh, or not his shoulders, but the front fenders. If that doesn't work, then the whole thing falls apart. But on mine, it's so nice. Um, yeah. I think what impressed, or, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think what impressed me on him was <clears throat> not only does, not only does the transformation scheme really work really well, he ends up with very little kibble, but also the color placement all works. Because that's something that Hasbro yeah. and Tar- Takara both struggled with on the Titans Return figure. Yeah, so you're right, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you make one mode look good, and then the other one just looks off. But, yeah, so it's it's a brilliant job. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of things to tick, you know, a lot of boxes to tick on Cup. And... The biggest grievance I have with him is I wish his gun was bigger. And that's literally the only, like, slight on <laughs> yeah. the figure. Yeah, his gun is tiny. His Energon goodie dispenser is cute, but I I just don't really think it works. It never looks... Yeah. It, he doesn't look like he's holding it ever. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's something about the angle of it. Yeah. 
that just makes it look bad. And then, yeah, it's like, okay, well, could we have gotten a bigger gun if we got a, like, no weird Energon goodie yeah. dispenser Jerry can looking thing <laughs> it's, in it's, clear plastic? But no, like, would have been really cool is if there was some way to have light, like, light that up like it was Energon. Oh, like put a little LED in it, make it thicker? Yeah, like some little tiny LED thing, or if that was somehow a gimmick in Cup, but could never be. <laughs> and then have you done the whole thing of ripping his arms and legs off? Oh, yeah. I haven't done the uh, the weaponizer-modulator interactions, or fossilizer inter- as well interactions uh-huh. yet, but I've seen some great photos of Cup just yeah, like, I-, I fix myself. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've seen a few like quasi-body horror <laughs> things with... Like, oh, you know, oh, cups of fossil, haha, and he's got, like, arachnoids arms or something in the middle of everything, I, looking I, at like he's just been peeled apart. I did switch his arms and legs, because I had to know. Uh, and it was pretty funny. Like, he uh, put his legs in place of his arms and vice mm-hmm. versa. I, I, feel like, I feel like the gimmick for Cup is, like, the beginning of where we get that fused Ratchet Megatron from the Marvel comics. <laughs> Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're getting good at. Um, I mean, there are, there are times where this doesn't work, absolutely. But like, I think they're getting really good at having five millimeter connections that adequately function as joints without falling apart. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see we'll see as time goes on. But like, I, I I was happy with the tolerances on him too. Um, like you know, considering it's only been a couple years since um uh Cog um in Siege, whose you know thigh connections were not all that great. Um. I also on Cup, I just gotta throw the big shout out. I love the entire fold down panel on the front of his leg that makes you think all kinds of things. Do I flip the wheel around? What am I doing here? No, you're just tilting his knee joint a bit sideways, but they made it like this so it locks fully. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. That's very, <laughs> the, between that and the, the, uh, those fender connector panels on his legs that kind of slide a little bit on the pin, um, and are made of palm plastic to accommodate for that as far as like fragility. Uh, there's creative ideas on cup that feel like a lot of them are new, or at least like I have, I don't think transformers on a lot of these ideas immediately. Uh, and I, I, I like that a lot. Um, also, quick shout out: Studio Series eighty six's cardboard backdrops. Now that you know we've we've crossed across these deluxes a little bit, I might actually keep them. Like they're really nice. They're they're good art prints of backgrounds from the movie. Like they're colorful. Yeah, they're exciting. They're, they're better. Alfie has her jazz displayed in the in in that one. I've trashed all the rest of them because I'm trying to live the boxless life now, and it's hard. I, I I trash the live action ones uh, after I film them yeah, once because oh, yeah. they're just not all that exciting to me. But these ones are trees with a random explosion in the background. <laughs> yeah, or like desert. Random explosion with trees in the background. <laughs> a desert six times. Uh, but these ones are just they're colorful. They're nice. I, I like them a lot. Um, if, if we are getting some more SS eighty six stuff, like I kind of hope they're in Studio Series eighty six and not Kingdom. Like every single one that ends up in Kingdom is like one less backdrop that I kind of like, uh, which is probably better in the long run because it's less junk I'm keeping that I'm still probably going to get rid of. TJ, uh, I don't know. Like uh, this is a weird one to throw at you, but like, have you felt anything about the backdrops, or are they just packaging <laughs> junk? Uh they're. They're packaging junk. I, I, yeah. I, I've tried not to get attached to anything that comes as cardboard with these figures. Otherwise, I'm going to have way, way too little living space left. 
I I uh I don't think I can keep doing this if they do like more than one more wave and if any of them repeat aesthetically I'm only keeping one I think like you know if they do that sl- that uh, slag we can we keep hearing about if it's just grimlocks but like from a slightly different angle or something I'm I'm just going to pick the one that looks nice and I'm probably still going to get rid of them. It's just they they look so much nicer. I'm like I feel they're the first time in years I've felt bad about getting rid of anything from packaging. Uh anyway, uh there's we we should also talk a little bit about the Voyagers. Uh Scourge, I got to put the PSA out there cuz I have heard from uh multiple sources now. You got to be careful with his goatee. It's actually not hard to to snap a part of his goatee off. Um Really? Okay. Yeah, uh I mean it, basically if you know that you probably won't, but it's it's it sounds like it's pretty easy to unconsciously while you're posing him like you you don't really think about it when you're like oh I'll just move his head around and you don't really realize like oh wait the goatee is bumping his collar or something like that uh, I've seen um, more than one which to me is a lot for a transformer of a small piece just like breaking off of a head sculpt um, so you know be be aware of that uh, that's a boy scourge is nice. Uh, Scourge and you know, Cyclonus is by proxy. The two of them look great together. But uh, I, I I really like the decisions they made on Scourge. Uh, oh, but one other fragility I should mention. I have also heard that his fingers break off pretty easily, too. Um, the fingers and the goatees, at least once I've heard they were spotted in package. But I have not heard that that's a common thing to get, like, a fresh one. But be careful. It's his fingertips and his goatee, the pointy bits, basically, that are not done in soft plastic. They're done in ABS. It's kind of like, and this is why we do them in soft plastic. <laughs> uh, so it's just like, you know, be careful with them. Don't jam his weapons in and out too much. Um, but yeah. I was going to say, I've I've not had any sort of issues with them at all, so I'll have to, to be aware of that. I, yeah, I, I should say I haven't either, um, partly because I happened to read a lot of this, at, like, right before I opened mine. So I like, like I said, you know it going in, then you're probably fine. But uh, I, I really, I really like what they did with this dude. Given that his transformation is still pretty bog simple, my cape closes on me. They, they switched it up enough, so I still feel like a transformation's happening. Uh, and I, I like how much the cape can move. Like it feels like some legit wings. Um, and he's he's beefy, and uh, they fully engineered, almost overly so, the ability for his head to pop up, even though you have to, like, untransform a whole bunch of the back end of his vehicle mode to get that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cute that they, they, they programmed that in, as you might say. I like him a ton. Uh, I'm happy to troop build him, but now that I've heard that they might do a sweeps version, I want to wait to see what that means. Uh, but, uh, Aaron, it sounds like you've been having a good time with him. Yeah, I uh Scourge was one of my G1 Transformers, so a good Scourge always always gets at least a little bit of a nostalgic kick. Um my biggest issue with them is the like pod panel parts that are his like side skirt of the hovercraft. Oh mode. yeah. I f- I feel like I feel like like even like that old uh Power Glide. Is it Power Glide? The the like Big Power Glide did that better. I'm trying to remember or how you worked. Spray. Sea, oh, not Power okay. Glide. Sea Spray. Sea Spray. Power Glide's a plane. What am I doing? <laughs> sea Spray. Um. Uh. Did that like it, it? I'm not sure quite how you do it, but I I kind of feel like if it's that big and and chunky, 
like like if it had folded up against the shoulder pylon parts that are the ab the the tip of the nose mm-hmm. maybe that it would have been better than the kind of hang and dangle that it does yeah mine this is weird because uh, on mine it's like while I'm transforming him, I constantly feel like, oh, I don't know, I don't like this, this feels gappy, this feels like I'm not finished, and then when I actually finish, I'm like, it's like just on the cusp, where mm-hmm. I'm like, this is actually, this is actually okay, but it is like very much on the cusp, like as far as like yeah. feeling nice. Yeah. That's about my only gripe with him at all, uh, that I guess the potential for broken and exploding tabs but like uh, I said, it's tab, the first that tab wise, I think tabs are fine. It's uh, it, the, it's it's sculpted pieces. Or the, the, yeah, the sculpted pieces. But yeah. no, I've I've enjoyed him. His his interior pack, his like display packaging was 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 a momentary hold. The the reformatting background that was cool. I was like, hmm, no, I can't I can't start because then. <laughs> It'll be one that's slightly less cool and one that's slightly less cool after that. And then I've got a whole bunch of boxes again, and I don't need that in my life. You know what would have been, I think, what would have sold that really hard is, like, at least just keep that one, is if Cyclonus was in SS86 and had a matching one where it was spread across the two. So it's, like, a wider print of it. Yeah, and that p- would have potentially. Been... That would yeah. do something. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it's another one where it's uh, amazingly simple, actually. Like, his transformation is just kind of like, eh, kind of pull his arms down, tab all the things together, and then do some flippity-doos with his chest and shell to get it all out, and there you go. I guess because everything has a spot to clip in, where it's like, mm-hmm. it still feels like you're doing stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. TJ, how's how's Scourge treating you? I feel like I, we talked about Scourge and Hot Rod, because you, you did the CMD store thing, right? Yeah, it's a really nice figure. Like he's he's big and solid and way more involved than I expected Scourge to be, considering he just does like the he's literally, he's literally just he's wearing his shell on his back. Um, no, I, I was I'm quite happy with the figures. Not a whole lot else I could add to the conversation. Just I, I think my one I think the gripe I had to it was I kind of wish like the backpack was a little bit more like like anime accurate, so I guess more wingy. If that, yeah, if that yeah. works, like, because it's got the little, it's got the little extra panels to help that, but it's still, there's still just these huge boat chunks hanging off the back that I wish. Mm-hmm. We should could have folded that a little bit more, just a little bit. It's a, I actually would say that's another cusp thing for me, where at you know at, at a glance I'm like, oh man, like it's a, it's I forgot what the piece looks like because he's he's just in the other room, but like there's a hang down strip where I'm like, oh I, this is kind of garish, but then like when I'm messing with him, I'm like I actually don't notice, like I see it right there, but it's like just on the cusp of hiding, uh, like he ri- he rides some lions really closely and and pulls off riding on the on the better side of it for me, um. Do you feel like you, if the sweeps thing is real, do you feel like you might uh, grab a sweeps version, or are you just going to stick to Scourge? Mm, that that's actually tricky. It's like because I'm not sure what you do with this with a sweeps version of him because the sweeps were identical <laughs> to Scourge anyway. Um, like, I, I'm thinking like mildly different blue of some kind. I mean, Bacon mm. did that. 
Uh, and like a gr- like a gray rather than the like super light eggshell. Maybe, maybe. I'm just thinking like like, gra- like you're just a- you're just a- a- adjusting the saturation some. Yeah, like basically grab another studio's color palette from season three, where it's you know the same but slightly different. The Pantones are a little bit off in some way. Um. That's also why I, I'm still like I want to wait to see that it really exists because I'm like it is the obvious repaint, except that it's also a repaint that technically doesn't exist. It's yeah. actually just buy more mm-hmm. scourges. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I'm waiting to see what happens with that because I do want three of this mold because I have problems. You know what? It's too bad they made it good. What can I do about it? But uh, yeah, I want to see how things go. Now, if I um, could get if I could get like a multi pack that came with like a bunch of like effect parts to make it look like they they're blowing up in ship mode because that's how I remember mm. sweeps. Oh, it's like, getting yeah, if you blasted. Because like, they still they still have like. You know they're not covered in them, but there still are a couple mounty points that you could probably oh, like yeah. sculpt something to plug into and like wrap yeah, around. You, yeah, you neat. got five millimeter ports on the sides. You could you could have flames that wrap <laughs> around that. There's a box set of sweeps dying. <laughs> okay, you know what? Look, though? They're, they're putting what out they like two zombies. They're putting out two zombies. It's yeah, not it's not the precedent they're anymore. Already dead. Yeah, they're putting out literal dead... They put out dead Optimus Prime in multiple price points over the years. What am I even talking about? You have a whole collection of dead Transformers. This is the dead shelf. I don't pose them. <laughs> That'd be disrespectful. Uh, they're all just on their back. <laughs> yeah. You know what's great? I can stack them. Uh, it's the best... It's the most efficient <laughs> display I have. Uh, hey, here's, here's my G1 shelf and my Beast Wars shelf and my mass grave. <laughs> <laughs> Did, weird... that, you don't have that in a shelf. You have that in a five-gallon bucket sitting next to the shelf. <laughs> oh, man. Then I have... Because I already keep all my stuff in five-gallon buckets. I have to, like, paint that one in, like, gravestone colors or something. This is getting... That's getting real weirdly dark. <laughs> Uh, going to bright colors, TJ, because, I mean, again, we I, I think we talked about this a bit, but uh, now I've been messing with, with him for a while. That Voyager hot rod is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I remember saying this, because this is what I say every time. He's better than the Masterpiece. Yeah, he, he is mm-hmm. better. And I, I like MP44. Uh, MP09, if I, uh, that, that one is that was growing pains i still like mp44 but mp44 is wholly outclassed by this and like it's even as simple as like guess what hot rod doesn't need a matrix chamber you don't have to yeah it's because he he didn't have one as hot rod technically and and that's what i think um even though i like it that is what compromised mp44 was trying to make him have a matrix chamber is why the whole toy has this like obscene, like, uh, um, what's what I'm looking for? It's making so much room for this giant chest. And it makes yeah. the whole thing look really weird. Yeah, this this one is, like, it's such a good transformation. The head sculpt is per- perfect. Uh, it can still do the glasses thing. Yeah. Yeah, because, I, I keep forgetting he's got those in there. <laughs> because that's a thing that has to happen. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he does it well. Um, it's, yeah, it's like simple. literally, yeah, literally, it's it's got the same accessory loadout as the masterpiece, except instead of a fishing rod, we get the matrix effect. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like the the, the only problem I have with him, it's the smallest of problems. Those hunks of car that 
uh, fill the backs of his lower legs. Sometimes on mine, they just don't tab in to the the like long tab on the outside of his of his shin. Um, it's just like it's a little bit too much uh, mm-hmm. fight back from what's curled up inside. But other than that, like just a fantastic toy. Uh, as someone who's a proponent of price point, not necessarily meaning size of the robot mode. My biggest problem with him is that I don't care about most of his accessories. <laughs> yeah, I I think most of those accessories are already lost in the like corner of where that stuff goes. Like like I I appreciate he has his guns from the toy. I just don't associate Hot Rod with having guns that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the saw I, hand. The saw hand is cute. I don't I don't hate it. Um, that's, that's the one I, like, if, if it had a place to store on his back, I probably would still have it next, like, with him right now. Uh, the effect parts are fine. You know, the, the flames are thematic. I actually like that carrying over to the G1 toy. Um, cause it, you know, the Cyberverse one, like, shoots fire out of his pipes on his arms. And I think that just works. Uh, the Matrix and the Matrix effect are both fine. But, like, even with all the, with the extra shoulder joints, I can never, I never feel like I actually have him holding it. <laughs> he's just kind of, he's cupping it <laughs> over his head. Uh, and, and absolutely, this boils down to if he had the fishing rod, I'd be singing his praises up and down. I think it was an absolute mistake to, to not have the fishing rod and to have some of the other stuff. Uh, that said, the actual figure is great. And mm-hmm. also, Clearly, this could not be sold as a deluxe on his own. He's doing so much. He is, like oh, you yeah. said, a micro masterpiece. Yeah, he, like, he is. I mean, it's the same with Cup. Is they went for the hard mode version of the figure, and you know, with Cup, it's getting that tiny backpack and clean transformation and keeping the color scheme. On Hot Rod, it's let's do that one weird transformation he did on Quintessa, <laughs> and we'll actually make it work. And it's the best Hot Rod toy we've ever made. And and they they rolled it into the transformation as well. Like I'll, I'll, that decision, in some way, informed his robot mode looking nice, because it means that they could have the the headlights fold away. They could have like those shoulder positions, you know, switch places. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I think by proxy, it ended up giving him the butterfly joint, even though he doesn't, you know, get a ton of use out of it. Like it's it fits in there. Uh, and and it it I think also very much accommodates swapping the hood for a more you know chest shaped hood. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's 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 great. Like, uh, I actually have I've been tempted to get a second one just because I'm like I'm going to end up transforming this so much that like I might start breaking it and I don't want to. <laughs> but the transformation is just so good. Um, Aaron, how how are you feeling about uh, Hot Rod? Um, I. The same things as everybody else has said, really. Um, it it's definitely like size wise, he's he's in the same scale as like the deluxes, but he does so much more. He's got you know uh, enough extra stuff to him that I think even without the like extra accessories, that like okay, the Matrix effect part is neat. I almost like wish instead that had been with the Rodimus Prime. Yeah, like like, like like it's kind of a hot rod moment, but it's also kind of a Rodimus Prime moment. And at least then with Rodimus Prime, you've got the the Winnebago that you can just 
chuck all the extra crap into that, that rodimus they just uh, i was going to touch on that after we finished with talking about this guy like they just showed he has a matrix chamber in his chest too so like yeah <laughs> the matrix should have come with him i think it, it right. made, made for better packaging to put it with the, with hot rod but yeah yeah like knowing knowing what we now know about that rodimus it makes me a little bit grumpier at the accessories mm-hmm. but no it was uh, even my first rounds of transformations with him um i liked him better than either of the masterpieces that i've i've handled um yeah. just because and it's like the moves like it, it's kind of an issue that i have i think with the masterpiece line um the the couple of movie masterpieces i've dealt with and even i i think across the line is it, like it, it and it, and it's kind of a cliched thing but having the the limits that you have to work within on something breeds like better solutions yeah if you know, I, I call with, it with efficiency with, like like with efficiency of motion, motions yeah well, it's not just that, but like, you know, in anything, you know, you tell an artist to make art and they're like, okay, whatever. You tell an artist, no, I want something like this, 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 and this to like get creative juices to flow, you know, putting those limitations in place, saying, hey, this has got to fit in the $30 price point versus masterpieces where they're like, eh, you know, but if you can get it between 150 and 300, that'd be great. Well, okay. We'll have 87 little fiddly bits in order to pull his hand from four different places inside the front wheel well of this car. No, that doesn't do anybody any good. Making a, a, a smooth, clean transformation does everybody good. Yeah, and... I think like like that's the bummer with masterpieces when they hit the the balance right like that's when I that's to me what still justifies its existence even when there are misses is like when like I keep saying it when you get MP Megatron the good one or MP Sunstreaker like mm-hmm. yes this this is where you hit it because like you still had the uh, you know the the mission statement of this transformation shall have flow. Uh, mm-hmm. and it will it will run then like when you run into like MP forty four Optimus. Uh, I keep missing up these numbers. Um, 44 is Optimus. I forgot what number Hot Rod was. I called him 44. But when you get to the the new Optimus, uh, it still has flow, but it it starts running into um, minor overcomplications. So the flow is still there. The the fit and finish don't feel quite right. And yeah, I don't don't know how you would mission statement it better um, other than just, you know, getting designers in who see things the way that I wish they would always see things, which is make stuff like Sunstreaker, <laughs> if you're going to do it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this hot rod, I think, is the epitome of, like, I, you know, if just efficiency and good feel and <laughs> making use of the space. and Because and, it's a beautiful transformation, masterpiece-level transformation, and it's quick. And, like, you're never stuck. Like, the most stuck you can get is if you forget to do a flip inside the torso stuff, but then it all opens up so much, it's pretty easy to course correct, I find. Um, yeah, the uh, hot rod is, is is lovely. And and so while we're here, now that we know, I think, 99% of what the Commander class Rodimus is, the only thing we don't know is what's in that, that bunker bed section, because um, there's a hinge there, and I still haven't mm-hmm. seen a photo of that thing open. And I saw when John Warden on Twitter talked about how part of the reason they, they picked Commander class was to do that hydraulic... Uh, hatchback trailer opening thing, uh, you know, for like the rear door. If you want to load a car in there, immediately someone was like, "So what's in the bunker bed section?" 
<laughs> and he didn't reply. Uh, so I'm thinking that toy looks like it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I, I think I'm gonna like messing with it. Uh, I much like Hot Rod. I think it's a bummer that he's commander class for def- like objectively defensible reasons, but ones that don't enhance my experience a ton. Um, his trailer so far still looks like it just opens, and uh, it's a lot of plastic. It is it is heavy. It, it the price accommodates the materials. I just don't know that it accommodates the experience. Uh, and that that's a bummer. Unless there's something really cool in that bunker bed section. But the, the, the actual Rodimus figure, I love that, like, yes, upscale this to a degree. Fill it out. Remold it here and there. I love that he actually still turns into a car, sort of. Like a minivan version of his car mode that, mm-hmm. like, plugs into the trailer. I love that. Uh, I actually really like the almost overly aged head sculpt they're doing on him. Like he looks like hell, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he looks like, he looks like this. Cause this, this hot rod has such a wonderful, smooth, young, handsome head sculpt. That Rodimus prime one looks like this, this guy here on my desk just got aged 40 years in a second. And he just <laughs> looks like, he looks like, Oh no. Oh God. My He's seen s- stuff. And I saw stuff in two seconds. I didn't want to. I just lived a chunk of my life. Ah. Uh, so I'm, I'm like kind of looking that's forward like to that's like the, 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 like the day after I killed Unicron expression. Yeah, like, when he's like, oh, wait, there's no going... Mm-hmm. I want to go inher- backwards. I, what do you mean I've inherited a four million war and an entire planet to protect? Uh, <laughs> if, but if I take the Matrix out, I get young again, right? Wait, why isn't it coming out? Help! <laughs> Uh, I, I'm still looking forward to that figure to a degree, but it, it is a kind of a buzzkill that it has to be in Commander class for a trailer that still isn't making me feel great. I just don't feel excited about a, a big opening box. It, it's nice that it's a tr- turret and everything as well, but that's this is me. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about about how that Rodimus is looking? I mean, I like it so far. I wish, I wish the, uh, I, w- I wish the bulky car went into the Winnebago a little bit more. Like, for me, it sticks out a little bit too much. Hmm. But other than that, like, yeah, it's just looking like a really big, really good Rodimus Prime. Like, I, I, I like that... I like that they didn't futz with it. Because, like, the Titanium... Yeah. Like, the Titanium and the Power of the Prime one was all about, let's get the trailer to actually work into the robot mode so we don't have this big hunk of... this big box of plastic sticking around. I like that they're just going for it. Like, here's here's what it does. It does the same thing as it did in G1. Yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> like, 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 selfishly, I wish they went for it with Commander Class to back it up this time. But, like, you know, if I, if I take my desires out of the way... They're they're upscaling a very good transformation scheme, and that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it, it's not a bad decision. <laughs> no, no, it's not. And well, given the fact that you know, Power of the Primes wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Like, yeah. you don't want to just do it again. You know, you don't want to mm-hmm. just you know. At least this is it's a. You know, they're asking, you know, their second biggest price point for a Rodimus Prime when they just did one three years ago. But you know what? It's it's doing something unique and like that's the that's the goal here so i don't yeah, mi- I, yeah I don't mind it 
I, I also wonder if in hand, because I mean, my problem with Earthrise uh, Kingdom Optimus is like, I'm paying for this box that opens, and also it doesn't feel very satisfactory when it's a box that opens. Like, it feels kind of mm-hmm. like not that great. At Commander Class, I wonder if there will just be enough extra heft and bulk for me to feel more satisfaction from it. Like, they've actually just hidden a cast iron plate in, in the middle of. Uh, plastic sandwich in the bottom of it so you go like oh yeah this has got some heft to yeah, it just like like good poker chips like they just put mm-hmm. like a slug in there like i, I just feel like that that could happen because it, it's not that much like we've seen size comparisons now officially the trailer isn't like enormously bigger than earthrise optimus is but i feel like there's going to be weight from all the the extra moving parts in it for the turret mm-hmm. so i'm hopeful um aaron how, how are you feeling about uh, the upcoming rodimus uh, I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm in that same, like, hopeful range. Um, yeah, it, I, it still kind of does feel rehashed that we got it with the power of the primes, kind the, the same kind of steps again. It's, it's definitely going to depend on, like, hopefully that trailer does more other than just crack open or hopefully the like the robot front like SUV version of him maybe does something more like I I hope there's still something hiding in all of it that we've not seen I guess yeah I mean like or I said we, there's a hinged piece we, around. we don't know what it does mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to change the world like I'm being realistic but yeah like like even if it's just a clever place to store that like kind of weird referenced sword they're giving him like that'd still mm-hmm. be neat. Like just something, you know. Like make mm-hmm. it pop out of there. Yeah, it, it's going to be like half points on the scale at best. Yeah, that what whatever's hiding in there isn't going to turn this from a seven to a ten. It'll turn it from a seven to a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And, and it's worth mentioning, like the Rodimus figure himself is a larger and I think probably slightly more complex version of the Voyager one. Uh, like, especially if he's got, you know, a matrix chamber in his chest, like, that's more stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're paying for something. Um, but I'm also, I'm, I'm starting to just call the commander class for him. Like, that's the Rodimus tax. Like, how long is it taking mm-hmm. to get good Rodimus toys? We got to pay a tax for it. It takes extra R&D yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, just bumping along from that, while, while we're here with the Studio Series Voyagers, I do want to just lump Cyclonus into here. Uh, he's clearly from the same design umbrella as Scourge and the other Studio Series guys. Uh, we're, like, the rumor mill now is that, you know, Year 3 was supposed to be 86 characters, and we just got it shuffled off for the Beast Wars cast, which... Yeah. You know what? I'll take that. I don't mind that. It, yeah, the end result is the toys are scattered a little bit. That's fine. We went through this in 2011 uh, with Reveal the Shield. Like, it's 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 fine. Uh, in the long run, and it, like you know, like I said, Jazz very much feels more like a Kingdom figure than a Studio Series figure, just given the way his accessories work. Blur and Cup uh, have a distinct lack of five millimeter ports. Like that's, I think, the real big giveaway. Um, although they they got them under their feet, they can still wear shoes, which is which is cute. Uh, but that Cyclonus is a like it's gotten a lot of positive buzz. Absolutely justified. Like that is that is a beautiful figure. It, I think it is better than Scourge. Uh, just as far as feeling satisfying, uh, and it's also like Hot Rod. It's like finally, y'all, y'all did it. You pulled off Cyclonus. What what Hasbro and what 
IP infringing third party companies collectively for over a decade have been trying to do. Finally, someone cracked the code and pulled it off. Uh, it, it, like, you know, there's little for me to specifically call out on Cyclonus. I just think he works all across the board so well. Like, uh, he turned out great. Um, he's maybe a little bit plain in robot mode. Um, that was not intended to be a pun, but I realized it while it was happening. Uh, he's just, he's, you know, he's a little bit flat. He's like, he's Cyclonus the robot and that's it. Uh, but when that's the only major critique I got, then, hey, we're in good territory. Um, DJ, how you been feeling about Cyclonus uh, alongside the rest of this, uh, studio series stuff? I love this figure. It's it's another one of those times where I thought I would. It had been so long, and after the last attempt on a Cyclonus, I kind of gave up on getting a good one. Like I, I kind of like just admit it. Like just kind of, I don't, I don't know what the right terminology here is. I just I I, I accepted the fact that like Universe Two is going to be the best Cyclonus I got. I, but, I feel you. I feel you. What when multiple multi-hundred dollar third-party ones and also pocket-scale ones were all, like, like Cyclonus was always the weakest of of the bunch every time he showed up in third-party lines everywhere. Like, he just, like, you know, as far as a transforming toy, I should specify, mm-hmm. it just wasn't working. I was like, is this just impossible? Like, is there something about his geometry that just doesn't work? Because, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> but no, like, I, I love the figure. He looks fantastic in the robot mode. He feels very hefty and solid. And the vehicle mode is as sleek and clean as I was hoping it would be. And I love how much accordion action goes into that nose cone. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's art. It's, I, I, legit, it's art. Like mm-hmm. It feels almost like that was the mission statement going in. It's like, it's all going to collapse in there. Then we'll we'll figure the rest of this out, but we're making that all collapse in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's it's wonderful, uh, and and also low key. I like that when you fold his hands away, he's got a port to receive a target master that doesn't exist in place <laughs> of his hand. Uh, it's, I, I, it's just like third party open invitation at that point. Well, actually, I found Paleo Trex. When you make the Paleo Sword, the rest of Paleo Trex looks a lot like a target master gun and plugs in there perfectly. So I'm like, hey, worst case, some Paleotrex color scheme, there's a, there, you know, uh, what's it, Skelevor, the spoiler figure, the clear purple one. Uh, color matches, you know, <laughs> could be a place to go. Um, Aaron, have, uh, have you got uh, some some Cyclonus uh, feelings to share with the room? I, I do not. I have not seen a Cyclonus or been able to find one. We have now um, fully overhyped him for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was sitting there like, wow, that sounds really good. Let me poke around the internet. First thing that comes up, $75 at Etsy. I don't know how that's a thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> I built my own Cyclonus. <laughs> uh, I'll say, even though, like, like, Cyclonus, actually, the one bonus of him, since he's not Studio Series, he's Wave 1 of, of uh, Kingdom, he should not be hard to find down the road. Yeah. Uh, he's, though, definitely been selling out faster than Primal. In my experience, yeah, I, I've I've seen Primal twice and picked him up, mm-hmm. um, and so I know that there are Cyclonai out there. Um, but I've also picked up Dinobot, who's Wave Two, which 
then made me go, oh, Cyclonus, uh-oh. Worst case, they've like they've got to at least restock Wave One stuff at some point on Pulse. Like, yeah, the Pulse still hasn't had it show up, and I've been eyeballing like Big Bad or or something like that because it's still around. But yeah. it's like, yeah. Well, then, uh, just just to close the book on Studio Series eighty six, let's hit that leader class Grimlock with Wheelie. Um, actually, Aaron, uh, have, have, have you managed to track that one down? Yes, I have. You you go ahead. I'll go last on that one. Um, uh, Grimlock is another one of those that I feel maybe approaches its masterpiece version. Oh, yeah. I think he... Oh, I would say he more or less replaces the masterpiece outside of scale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, my only, like, kind of sideways eyeball on him is, like, Wheelie's neat that it comes with it, but I wish that Wheelie had... Two more joints. I wish he had knees. And then I'd be fine with having a little wheelie action figure that came with him. Calling that wheelie neat is very charitable of you, and you like, deserve like, an it, applause. It's, 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 uh, a neat, it's a neat addition. That's really kind. Like, that's... It's good to be kind. Um, generosity is a, is a laudable um, mm-hmm. quality. For an articulated and, and, accessory. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I think if he if Wheelie had knees and could stand on his own, it would be a large improvement. I'll, I'll say I gotten him to stand on his own. He he can do the the squat. He he he, he kind of balances <laughs> like that. You know when when you've been on like a long drive or a long trip and you start to get close to home and then yep. your body's like, oh, I can use the bathroom now, and you're like, no, you can't. No, we're not that close yet. That that kind of weird, awkward walk that you get as you're trying to convince your body that it's not that time. Yeah, you can get him to stand like that. The the part where they have him in promo photos in a running pose, that's a lie. That's the part where I took I was like, you can't do this. This is this yeah. is a lie. But he can squat. He can squat in place like, you know, he's waiting for the train or something. Mm-hmm. Um Aaron, I'm curious, have you do you feel any draw towards uh the the various Windows of Upgrade kit on that Grimlock. Do you think he needs a sword? Or do you have any real thoughts about the... I think... There's a lot about a the tinted s- window on his chest as well. Like, that's a big thing. I think uh, a sword would have been better than a gun for how I feel about Grimlock. Did you, but did you, it's not like the gun is bad. Did you see the, 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 the kind of Bernstein bear thing that's happened where it turns out he actually never had a sword in the cartoon? <laughs> Oh, I totally believe that. Yeah, it's it, that that was uh, when people were saying, "Where's the sword?" Uh, I know I saw McFeely bring it up at some point on Twitter. It's like outside of like maybe a model sheet, he never actually had a sword in the yeah. cartoon. He only had a gun. So it's like they technically got it right. It just turns out getting it right is a little bit boring. Yeah, the only yeah. One, the only one that had a gun was Snarl, or uh, the only one that had a sword was Snarl. Yeah. yeah, but didn't all of the Dinobots have sword the toys? Toys, 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 yes. the toys yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, but if we're going for screen accuracy, yeah. Yeah. I like, guess he's studio series, not yeah toy flashback. Okay, sure. He's, he's fine. like me, me Grimlock. What sword? Why? What big butter knife? Yeah, mad. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's. A, I, should, I want to give a shout out. Like Nonf has a really comprehensive kit um, up on his site right now. That's like sword. You can get it in like toy red or you know like 
uh, dark grip, translucent orange. I think translucent orange. He's got like tinted or untinted chest windows, both less tinted than the stock one. Uh, it, I, I never noticed this until it was pointed out and the kit mentioned it. Grimlock's dinosaur head actually doesn't have teeth in the front. He only has teeth on the sides, so non-F's kit like adds front teeth. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm looking at some of the various things that are out there. Yeah, front teeth for. Okay. Yeah, there's actually a gap in the front. It's just usually you, you end up not looking Grimlock straight on. So until someone mentions it, you're like, "What do you mean missing teeth?" And then you mention it, and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> now I'll never not see the gap." <laughs> How dare you? Um. Well, TJ, uh, have you got some leader Grimlock thoughts? Also, that wheelie. Also, that wheelie. Um. Yeah, I will uh, echo a sentiment. This is, again, better than the Masterpiece for me. And it's not even the... uh, Scale, okay, he's a little smaller, but he's, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the version I got, because it was one of the later reissues of that Masterpiece mold. Mine was always really rickety. Oh, the original was really rickety, because of the, the tail gimmick made the whole thing feel like a... Like it worked, but the the thing never felt solid in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, is, that, is, I think Grimlock's a case where like, but he's got die cast, kind of worked against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just remember all that gearing running up the spine and going like, "There's this has got to be making so much more of this complicated than it has to be." Mm-hmm. It, it means he like my memory of that Grimlock is perpetually making clickety noises if he's not in robot mode. Because even if you're not using the gear gimmick, like you're bumping his tail now and then, he starts he starts engaging internal mechanisms no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I'll, I'll take it back earlier, I think I used the word replace. Like he doesn't replace it. The masterpiece Grimlock still has like, um, I think a nicer play experience for the Dino mode. Um, there's more going on with the dinosaur mode in the masterpiece, and I, I dare say the masterpiece is like you buy it for the Dino mode. Um, and you buy the Japanese version, so you also get all the soft goods and the fun things for the Dino yeah. Mode. <laughs> yeah. I like the Dino Mode on this one, but I do wish his feet folded in, or, or, or did something, so I, so he didn't have that, that hump in his back. Mm. But I still like, I still like the Beast Mode well enough. I love the Robot Mode. He looks fantastic. Uh, I am one of those that is really bugged by the, the dark translucent wind window on his chest yeah it it didn't like irritate me but like the more i messed with him when i opened him up i was like this thing's really dark uh, yeah like, it's, it's, that's kind of the reaction i have is just it it's dark enough to make me go like why is this so dark like, yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i don't like it muddling the autobot logo i don't like it breaking up the gold i wanted a gr- grimlock with a big gold chest and also, like, for everything we said, he doesn't have a sword because it was never on screen. He also, I don't think, ever had that dark a strip on his chest on screen. No, no, he never had that at all. That's a carryover from his toy. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's mixed signals. And it's, it's a part of the toy that also is, like, I think kind of wildly unimportant if the rest of that dark tinted plastic isn't, isn't present. Mm-hmm. So, uh... I, I will say, like, I jumped in on a group buy on the non-F kit, and I kind of instantly went clear window, because I'm like, I ha- I have dark-tinted window Grimlocks already. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how about that wheelie, though, huh? That's a good... Uh, what wheelie? Uh, oh, yeah, what wheelie. Uh, 
I'll, I'll just chime in. I'll say it. Uh, I actually found Grimlock to be the weakest of, of the Studio Series 86 Wave 1. Um, not to say the Grimlock figure is, like, bad. I just, I, I ended up, like, I, I don't mind him. He just didn't make me get excited that much. Uh, just felt, I don't know what was missing, but it just felt like something was missing. And I found that wheelie to be atrocious, not because he's not posable. Like, that's a bummer. I find that wheelie can't do what he's supposed to do, either. Because there's the whole thing where it's like, well, he's, his legs are like that so he can ride Grimlock. But, mm-hmm. like, he can't. And it's like, oh, here's here's some pegs to use so he can ride Grimlock. And I'm like, these don't line up very well. This all feels like he's not pegging in. Uh, the, the, it's it's a case where it's it's like a couple of triangles that you got to get just perfectly lined up for for how his how his hips ride. And it's not just like the in and out, but the rotation. Yeah, I've gotten uh, it to lock in, and it's like, wow. Yeah, that is not going anywhere now. But again, it's where I think if he had a little bit of flex in his knees to allow you to like to to click it in and be good, it'd be much improved. It's it, my expect it's, like or going good. I was gonna say it's not even like properly riding him. He's clinging on as if like mm-hmm. he's like like someone about to fall off the side of a building just clings on for life, <laughs> clamping down with everything they can. Like, like, what I'll say is my expectation when, when a, an accessory figure like that has hard sculpted legs for that kind of function, my expectation is, all right, that means I don't have to fiddle with his legs to get him to fit on there. I just plunk him on because his legs have been sculpted to fit this. So when that doesn't work right away really nicely, uh, that's that's where I really turned on that wheelie. And I was like, I actually think this wheelie is terrible. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Uh and then it starts to drag down the whole thing where I'm like, this wheelie could have been a flame effect. This wheelie could have been uh, a bunch of other neat things. Could He could could have been an eye, an eye color change gimmick. Because why not? Why not have some fun? Um, it just, it just kind of bummed me out. Uh, I didn't like it. Also, the, the one other thing that I felt, this didn't bum me out. Just the, the one kind of weird thing on Grimlock. It's neat that his wings are kind of like posable, but... I never feel like they're in the right place. Like no matter where I put them, like this, they're fine. But I, I always feel like I, I wish that they had like a defined, like really solid click-in point at some angle. Same thing with the Dino arms. I wish there had been some kind of like very subtle detent or or tab on them or something, just so mm-hmm. that like I have like this is the locked position. Uh, it's a little floatier than I would like. Um, to end on a high note, though. He is very girthy and feels very satisfying to just hold as a big ass toy. Like he evokes the feeling of I'm suddenly a little kid who's just very tall holding a big toy. Uh, it's it's hard to, to really put it any, any further than that. He he gives the feeling of I'm a little kid holding a big robot, uh, which which is kind of cool. Um, the Studio Series eighty six. It sounds like uh, shall continue like um, that. Is that Rodimus Commander class under Studio Series, or is that under Kingdom? Do we know? I don't even know it's if we Kingdom. know. It's Kingdom. It's Kingdom. Oh, so we still don't know the Studio Series 86 is actually continuing, other than the variety of uh, of leak crews uh, dueling as they do um, to have been the ones who were right the most. But, uh, I mean, it sounds like it's going to happen. Um just going from there, let's uh, because let, I think these are very relevant. I, I was going to talk a little bit about the the Kingdom G1ers, as I'm calling them. Um, 
Although I'll just say, do do we need to talk about Inferno? Does any is Inferno changing the world for anyone? I never. I did not pick it up because Inferno looks like just a slightly different colored grapple. Uh, yeah, they they added wings and fixed the 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 pegs on the feet that kept breaking. And oh, hooray! Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's like the most important thing, I guess. I, I'll I'll give the shout out because again, I saw I saw on Twitter like they changed the the orientation of how the ladder is connected as opposed to to grapples crane, so that it gives a slightly different silhouette in robot mode, and that's mm-hmm. cool. But and I mean I think that the, it's it's the same thing where I think most of the exterior panels are a little bit different too. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think we did that side by side earlier on, and we're surprised by you know the amount of like just basically greebling on it that's different, but the, there's there's not a big change there. Because basically, by by saying that we've now said all we really need to say need to say about Inferno, I'm thinking now we only really have Deluxes to talk about, right? Right? Or am I forgetting something? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, in the G1 scale, yes. Yeah. So so those Deluxes. Uh, slight bit of embarrassment. I actually just recently got Warpath, and I still haven't opened him, so I have nothing to offer about Warpath except his transformation looks. Because I saw a video way back, looks a little bit, a little bit much. Looks a little bit like he's a bit extra in in how yeah, he transforms. There's there's uh, stuff in there that seems superfluous to like. I I do this thing so that I'm <laughs> 19 steps on the box or whatever the number is. Um, otherwise, I mean, he's not bad. Yeah, I I I, I like him. He's a good warpath. Um, uh, but it's there. There are a few things that are just like, yeah, okay, okay, I guess. He, All right. he struck me as just a, like very much like, okay, look, like we hot rod is very cool, but like settle down. Mm-hmm. End of the day, you are turning into a tank. It doesn't have to be too doesn't have to be too clever getting all that tank to turn into mm-hmm. a, a tank like man with a turret for a chest, but. uh all right, yeah, I'm still looking forward to popping them open. TJ, um, I don't know, do you, do you corroborate the extraness? Oh yeah, I, I think I've said this before because you know, I, I this is another one that I got in a little early. Uh, yeah. The transformation does try too hard. Like I feel like you could take six steps out of the figure and come up with the exact same toy. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah. Or good, good. Is it? It's just. It's just odd to me it was all it's also weird because he has one of those panels that comes off and becomes a shield which i hate when they do that but it's also kind of integral for some of his panels in the vehicle mode to hold together which bugs yeah. me more i also want to say like because because the thing that you know makes him different than the existing deluxe warpath from many years ago is like well he's more sunbow and like like i, I kind of see it but I also don't really see it that much. Like, like he is more Sunbow, but he's not like Super Sunbow. And so, you know, like I, I'm still, I still think he looks neat. It's just he, he feels, he feels like he kind of missed a couple marks. But he also feels like someone really loves Warpath, who wasn't working on this stuff. You know, back when the other one was made. Who? Mm-hmm. So it seems like he, he evokes a passion project that I don't want to sit on too hard. But. uh yeah, I'm glad that I. I will say I got him for 25 percent off. That's also why I only just got him, uh, and I'm I'm happy because I was waiting to get a decent discount on him because <laughs> he was exciting me the least out of Wave One. Uh, the other the other Wave One uh, G1 Deluxe guy is Huffer. Am I missing anyone else? 
just trying to remember. I think it's just those two, right? Uh, RC? Does she count? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Do we have to? She is a repack. Yeah. Hey, they made the, hey, if you missed... Hey, if you missed RC, I got good news. Well, <laughs> you missed RC. Uh, but my other news... <laughs> Is he can still get her in Kingdom? That was mean. Uh, well, she was she was very. It's it's a thing that I don't necessarily mind because she was a very late release in the previous wave. Yeah, yeah. That like okay, it's nice that something that was you know maybe a little bit more fan demand than maybe they'd thought was going to happen or or the weird pack ratio. So okay, um, would just be rough if it like or it. It's rough that that mold has been out like three other ways. That's the, yeah. Now, yeah, and this is also like Walmart exclusive one, kind of sort of. There's no connection here. Like, there's no through line on this other than I, you know, it's a Rat personal It's. I mean, I mean, this is this is for a critique, but also that is a through line. That is why she's in the line. Yes. Uh, <laughs> It's like if we if we could have brought someone forward to Kingdom to to get another chance to get at them because they've been hard to get at. Maybe it could have been Runabout because I've been trying to get Runabout for months. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Huffer, I got Huffer. Anyone else got Huffer? I got Huffer. You got Huffer today. Today? Wow. Whoa. Uh, I I like Huffer. He's nice. He. Uh, He's really solid and has a really decent transformation for a Huffer who doesn't have to transform all that much. Mm -hmm. Uh, My only real problem with him is, like, I don't know how you don't have parts collision when you're transforming his shoulders other than, like, doing a lot of, like, like, T-pose him and then swivel the shoulder joint a bunch to get it out of the way of stuff. Like, it's just a little bit crowded. But yeah. The official instructions really do have like parts collision action, uh, because like the way that you crank his chest forward and then back and then forward and then back, it seems like to get everything to crunch down the way that it does. Uh, especially with the tabs and slots that his arms use, where they imply like, oh yeah, then tab his shoulders to his hips. And I'm like, I can't do that yet. There's, mm-hmm. st- <laughs> there's still stuff moving around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I had his, his wheel, his front wheels pop off the first time I transformed him back and forth. Um, oh, I just did, because yeah, I did the, those, those interferences, I'm like, what the, how are you supposed to do this here? Come on. Come yeah. on. Uh, what I'll say is the end result is it, he actually is still fun to transform. It just, you know, some parts kind of cram by each other. And the less you think about the instructions, the easier it is to transform him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I I I really like how he turned out. I like his accessories. Uh, the splitting gun is is pretty inspired as far as like the gun and the claw thing. The claw thing's claw mode is kind of like okay, whatever. But splitting the gun to turn that into a legit truck bed that can that can clip yeah. in there feels so cool because it's like without it he still looks fine. And then it's like oh, but this is Huffer in like tuxedo mode when he's like no i this time i'm gonna carry some stuff and I, i'm not carrying a trailer so put on put mm-hmm. on my special bed uh it, it's it's really satisfying uh the colors pop he's, he's just articulated enough to hit it i i really like all the detents in the double hinge on his hood so that you can kind of put it wherever you prefer it mm-hmm. uh even at whatever angle you prefer like there's like listen to this like that's 
at least three detents going up and down from 90 degrees to like, you know, hugging closer as a backpack. Uh, it's really, really cool choice to make on, on making the hood like accessibly, uh, customizable in its position. So you can have it like hanging up more or more compressed. Like, and then the part where, uh, he doesn't look very sunbow, but he does look a lot like the canceled MP10 accessory. It's also super cool. Did you guys see that tweet that was going around? No, I don't think so. I will link you in uh, the chat immediately because this this tweet. Wait, that's the wrong one. This is the right one. This tweet. Uh, you know, obviously, it's like they didn't just carry forward the MP10 accessory, but this is like kind of the spiritual resurrection of the MP10 accessory. Uh, I agree with this take. Like, you know. I, I just said Warpath doesn't really look all that Sunbow either, so I think it's it's also we're kind of saying Sunbow more than maybe we we're, we're receiving. But I, I really I really dig this. Like he he is a little bit more Neo Classics than Animation Model Classics, uh, and he's got that matching inner leg detail. That's like that's the smoking gun. Uh, but yeah, I I, I recommend him. He, he's really cool. Uh, he's still pretty mini, but he's he doesn't feel like he's an undersized deluxe either. He's he's hefty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Aaron, you got any you got any uh, other feelings on Huffer? Do you, do you agree? I, do you agree that he looks I like am, that thing? Uh, yeah. With the the link that you sent, the inside leg details. Yeah, uh, I would bet that whoever the designer was that did that drawing sketch or somebody in that group, um, had at least some access to the uh, the CAD file in order to hide that on the inside of the shin. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I really dig the the kind of two options that you have with them for the, the truck bed to have, you know, the, the gun and claw thing, you know, to, to bring the, the size up on Huffer to then also give you the option of like, oh, he can be like a flatbed truck, you know, semi truck type of thing, or like a mini dump. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a neat way to 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 have a a like a plus up on it without a lot of extra effort into it. Because yeah. you know, in in times past, that would have been some other oddball accessory on a cantilevered arm that has to tuck up back behind something, and instead they're like not nah, three pieces of plastic and like four paint apps and and, all, and also you can leave it off and it still looks like a good huffer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a case where like, you know, if, if those accessories get lost, it's not like now your huffers trash, not quite like, like Warpath, where if you lose that shoulder piece, his, he doesn't like come together nearly as well. Yeah. You know, if that gets lost off of huffer, well, it kind of sucks, but okay. Um, because, like, it is, I think, a crit on on those accessories that when they're on Huffer in robot mode, they don't look like they belong to him. Like, Huffer with a massive gun and a punch shield claw feels really, like, mm-hmm. like weird to me. It's like, Huffer, where'd you get that gun? Whose gun did you steal? <laughs> what it was you in doing? the trailer when he grabbed it. So, what are you okay. doing with that giant melee weapon, Huffer, you known coward? What are you... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he he turned out well. He's he's worth looking into. Um, TJ, did you did you huff yet? 
that's the one wave two I couldn't find. You haven't you haven't vaped a huffer yet? Yeah. No. <laughs> haven't done a line of a whiner. <laughs> I'm probably being yeah. mean to huffer the character, but I have not huffed yet. Ah, uh, it'll be good. Know. Not huffed. I don't know what I'm getting in my pipe. Oh, it's. A... <sighs> I just realized what you mean. It took me a sec. Hi, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if pipes is also the reason why, like, there there is this amount of variability to the hood on Huffer. It's not like it can literally go into the pipes position, but it's on a double hinge when it doesn't really need to be on a double hinge. So it probably is to accommodate some kind of pipes uh, somewhere down the road, I hope. Uh, well, just to, just to cap off the G1 part of Kingdom, uh, let's talk core class. Uh, I have that Optimus. Um, I don't really like that Optimus. I know a lot of people do. He's fine. He's 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 decent as a robot. His truck mode isn't all that great, and I find the transformation on him is n- not very satisfying. Uh, it feels jankier than Vertebrake, who's my other core class. I, I haven't got Rat Trap yet. I'm still waiting on that to show up. But uh, I I don't know. I, I I saw a lot of praise for the Optimus, but I feel like like knowing how good the Megatron and Starscream have turned out by all the accounts I've heard so far. The Optimus to me feels more like you're here because the other two are here. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say that. So I've got Optimus. Um, so I've got all the core of wave one. And then I did get the Megatron today. I did not grab the Starscream mm-hmm. um, just because I already had an arm full of toys and the core class Optimus didn't quite do it for me. The Megatron was good enough that I think if I see Starscream, I'll get Starscream. But for me, the Optimus Prime was like Hasbro's first attempt at a pocket scale G1, and it didn't like it didn't hit it. It's got ideas. Right. It's got cool yeah. ideas. But the the to me the the thing that really kind of kills the buzz for me is like I never feel like I finished making him into a truck. Like mm-hmm. at no, there's two little pegs on his thighs that connect up into his forearms. That's the closest I get to feeling a sense of completion. Yeah. Otherwise, he feels just so floaty well, to me. Well, that is like even as a truck, his like toes stand up pretty high. Yeah. For the tr- like, you know, kind of wish there was like a, a pinned hinge through there, and you could fold the top of the toe over, and it just it doesn't feel great overall. Yeah, and, and like I'm not gonna harp on the truck also being like a weird stretchy tall truck because like whatever mm-hmm. you know like I can't I'm not gonna demand you know and you know Earthrise leader level stuff out of it but uh, if it's gonna be a stretchy looking truck like at least I I want it to to kind of snap into place the truck mm-hmm. mothers and I never have that moment even those two little pegs I never feel like they're snapping in I feel like they're they're blind like. I'm blindly gumming them into place because mm-hmm. I can't really see what's going on down there. <laughs> uh, also, there's there's like a tab on his gun that's supposed to be able to go into a slot on the side of the truck mode, and it doesn't. All of those slotted tabs on, I think on all three of them, because Rat Trap has one, I think, for his gun. And, and Vertebrake has one that is absolutely a lie. Has, it's a lie. has one that's like soft plastic into, into soft plastic, and those sides are all raw. They're all not great. And I just, all of these things have holes. Find a spot to hide 
a, a small peg hole. The, um, the one on Optimus and, should work, and, and, though. Like, that kind of tab to slot, like, he should work. And here's the, yeah. the thing. I was trying to figure out, why isn't this working, other than a poor fit? The butt of his gun, also, there's no room for it. His mm-hmm. his shoulders push back on it as well. And I'm like, well, come on! <laughs> that and the thing that, like, doesn't visually work for me with Prime's gun is the fact that it is also set up to be able to be used by a 5 millimeter hole yeah and because it has the weird like stepped down thing and so now it looks like he's oddly holding his gun up above where it should be sitting and it's yeah yeah, it it just there are a lot of marks and it kind of feels like he missed most of them well getting him second i was confused by that handle because vertebrae has five mil hands Mm -hmm. so i was like oh cool core class is gonna do five mil hands great and i get optimus and i'm like oh hi what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I, you know, it, it sucks because I like the idea of pocket scale Optimuses. I love the Magic Square one that I got. Uh, so I, I was kind of looking forward to this one, and it, it did let me down. Also, it let me down after Vertebrae, who I think was way better. Um, yeah, Vertebrae. Vertebrae is good, except for the like the the sword stuff. It's not like I. I said this. I put up a review of her. Even like they say it's storage. It's not. There's there's mm-hmm. nothing dedicated back there. It's like it's like there are spines on her tail and there are rib cage holes on her back because the rib cage is there. So they're like push a spine into the rib cage, and I'm like none of this feels intentional. Like this feels like a coincidence that these shapes fit together and mm-hmm. and one of them is made of PVC so it can kind of mute itself in there. But then what really kills it is the hole you're using splits open for the transformation. So it's like, this, this isn't real. This isn't a real mounting point. Don't lie to me. <laughs> uh, just before, like, uh, I'm going to quickly ask, TJ, did you get the Tiny Optimus? Uh, I did, but I sold it on eBay before opening it, because I'm not, I'm not doing the, I'm not, I'm not doing the pocket scale G1s. Okay, that must have been a satisfying little segment to listen to, then, I suppose. <laughs> oh, yes. But, I mean... <laughs> You justified my decision. Thank you. No worries. No worries. Uh, also, just to stick to the G1 stuff that we've got uh, on hand, um, Aaron, tell me a bit about that Megatron, because I am excited to get a hold of that. He's a, Purolator has him in an entire box for that figure, all to <laughs> its own on its way to me, apparently. So. Um, so I've only done one-way transformation on him. I've not transformed him back. Uh, that's exactly how recently I've gotten him. Yeah. Um, he's an all right little pocket scale Megatron. It's it's so close, uh, kind of conceptually to all of the other, like all the other recent Megatrons that we've gotten. Yeah, like in in Voyager leader size, whatever, or Voyager size. That it's it's that done a decent job of being scaled down with an oddly pistoly cannon instead of a. Uh, a like back of the arm cannon style gun. Yeah, he he still has that, and that's part of the turret. But it's it it's it's a good little Megatron. Yeah, like, I, if you were ordering it, like so, I know that you ordered your order all at once, so it's not like you you'd be paying separate shipping for it. Yeah, um, like that's fine. I probably wouldn't say, oh, this is the only thing I'm getting from an online store for him. 
Yeah, yeah. But he would definitely be a very acceptable addition. No, nothing in core class to me strikes me as like this is a thing that you you spend shipping on all by itself. Like they're maybe rat trap if you're going for the beast wars. Oh, okay. Because um, TJ, I know I, I, we talked about rat trap, right? Like you got him a little bit early on. Yeah, he was another early. Yeah, because uh, I, I mine is in Amazon limbo because uh, I bought one and then they're like, hey, we don't have any. It turns out, so just wait. And I'm like, okay. Well, it was on sale, so I'll wait. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying, rat trap. Rat trap is also good. Okay. Uh, and it would only be if you were like, I've got to have all the Beast Wars because this is the TV show, and yeah. this is like the last rat trap that we got was the the, the, the thrilling thirty one. Yep. So, like, it's been a hot, fresh moment since we've had a rat trap. Seven years. If we if we say 2020, because some folks are getting them in 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm. Now, I'm, my silence is I'm, now, I'm quietly doubting my own memory for a sec. But no, it was 2013. <laughs> 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, I just saw that toy on the shelf the other day. It's crammed into a Kingdom Optimus box, but it was still there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a sealed one that I won at a raffle that's been living on top of a cabinet for, like, five years, I think. Uh, he's still up there. He's just chilling out. Um, Aaron, I just wanted to quickly ask you, like, do you think Rat Trap, where would you put Rat Trap of the of those three Wave 1 core class ones? It sounds like Optimus is our bottom, collectively. Optimus is bottom. I would probably put Rat Trap's shoulders are a little bit weird, and I'm not sure if it's a neat weird or a not great weird, but Vertebrakes has a few th- I. Rat Trap and Vertebrake, I'd probably put Edge Vertebrake out just a touch over Rat Trap, but like they're both in the like strong passing grades that you're proud to take home to your parents. All and right. Optimus, Pri- Optimus Prime is that homework assignment that, no, I must have lost it. <laughs> I forgot to finish transforming. It's fine, though. I get by on tenure. Uh, yeah. Well, you know the, that the- book report you've had a month to do? It's due tomorrow. <laughs> Well, we made it into a toy. <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to give shouts out to Vertebrake for being very cool. I don't remember if I... Because I, I did the video and that, that then erased my memory of whether I talked about it on the podcast. But Cameron, uh, Cameron, Arbitrary Hero Cameron, um, sent me one as a door prize that I won from a virtual Transformers TCG tournament. And uh, I, I like Vertebrake, I, I like a lot. She's dripping with character. The only real big problem I have with her is that they used a durometer of plastic for her tail that is starting to feel very similar to those effect parts that have had weird stuff going on with their plasticizers. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing whenever I leave her weapon in her hand for like a week, it takes me a minute to get it back out of her hand. Cause it's like started to stick itself in there. And I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> this feels, this feels like a bad chemical thing is happening. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, we'll see as time goes on. It's not like she's, like, super expensive to replace if something weird happens. But, uh, yeah, she she turned out well, um, I think. She's, she's worth it. Like, the thing she's got over Optimus as well, 
very similar transformation in that nothing really like locks locks into place, but everything that's a little bit janky is completely covered up by her aesthetic. So like it works on her because she turns into a skeleton. So gaps, they're fine, especially because she turns into a dark brown skeleton. <laughs> so mm-hmm. everything's really well hidden. That and it's also like she turns into an animal. So, like, maybe not everything has to lock it. Like, the core has to be locked in. But, like, the things that can move could... It's just for expression. Able to move around. Yeah. And anything that that is movable doesn't feel, like, bad movable. Like, jiggly, you know? Like, it all feels like intended movements are happening. Mm -hmm. All right. So, let me just check my little schedule here. That uh, that actually was... Yeah. Yeah. We're on. We're doing well. I'm going to suggest we take a quick break. To, uh, to hydrate up and etc. And then uh, let's come back to finish up talking the bestial side of Kingdom. So while the pre-recorded folks go and, you know, cycle the water out the bottom in the top, I thought it'd be fun uh, as a slightly less pre-recorded person closer to your present to posit a question to all you listeners. Uh, it's been an interesting year for, I'm going to just assume, a whole lot of you similar to a whole lot of us. Uh, on this podcast and etc. And uh, I'm just wondering, with all of the here and there increased time for introspection, uh, how many of you have had epiphanies about your enjoyment of Transformers and and or toy collecting? And I'm not meaning this as how many of you have decided you're done. More so, how many of you have had epiphanies that are maybe on the positive side? Like realizing on a more granular level things you enjoy about the media or about the physical objects, etc. I'll say etc. there again. Um, thought it would be an interesting topic of discussion to, to pop out for uh, the couple of you who are listening and potentially even uh, replying in the discussion threads. Just a thought I had while I was taking my popcorn bowl and putting it in the sink. Oh, oh, those those past selves are coming back. They can't see me or we're going to have a time paradox. I'll catch you all later. Bestiality! Welcome back, everyone. We're here to talk about Kingdom's less vehicular stuff. Uh, and because we talked about Vertebrake, I wanted to first flow us into the Fossilizers, Paleotrex, and Ractonite. I've got both. Um, how are you guys doing on Fossilizers? Have you got any? I have I have all of the Fossilizers so far. Oh. I also have a good bone collection. We're doing it. Yo! I have talked a little bit of mess about uh, how I felt with the execution on the weaponizers and the modulators. Never never really felt like it was doing it right for me. Uh, and I'm so surprised that the fossilizers are the ones where I'm like absolutely connecting with the play pattern. Um, probably helps that like, there are you know, lots of bones. Something about that just visually flows more. But also just the, the ways they separate into parts... Um, on Ractonite and Paleotrex, it's just like it works for me a lot more than on uh, the last two lines. Um, I just feel like they they they're making it feel more satisfying to me, unless like I'm just taking a transformer apart. Well, I I feel like part of it is like the fossilizers in parts also look like things. Yeah, they're not just like blocks. Six gun, six gun was good because he was still like parts of guns and yeah. stuff, but they're still decent chunks like his torso chunk and the like hips chunk like yeah you could turn it into things i guess but much of him was also just guns and so that was all right um i think with 
ractonite and paleo treks, it's still like at the very least, it's like, hey, I've got a pile of dinosaur bones. Yeah, that's kind of neat. E- even their ro- their individual robot modes are are sculpted in a way and designed like they just they feel like no, they aren't parts forming; they are violently reshaping. And that mm-hmm. involves snapping a piece off and shoving it into another part. Like it, it just works. Like I, I really like the two of them. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you guys my Twitter thread of pictures that I'm gonna reference as my experience. Um, but they, they just come off, especially with Vertebrake in the lead. They just, they feel like an actual squad. And I am really hoping we get a Voyager fossilizer somewhere. Like I, I don't, I don't know that anything is confirmed for that other. Like there's a winged one, is what all the various leaks have synchronized on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a, a, a larger Voyager one would just cap this off so well. Like if there's five of them, uh, it's also a Sentai team. Like we're doing everything correctly. Uh, but yeah, like Ractonite was the one where I was really curious, because I kind of connected with Paleotrex, and I'm like, yeah, I'd love to get some more, you know, treat them as a, as a gestalt community of minds or something. Ractonite, though, like, I was surprised how much I like him. I like him more than Paleotrex. He feels like the wave two of the idea in, in many ways. Uh, up to a certain point, there is one thing about him that is a real big bummer to me, which is peg tolerances. Um, and, and the number of of intended handles that are full of hinges. Uh, I can't, for instance, I can't actually get Huffer to hold some of his weapon modes because the pegs don't mm-hmm. work. Um, so it's a bit of a buzzkill. But to me, the weapon modes are less important uh, than the way that you can fuse them together into larger creatures. Like, I feel like that's also where they hit it. In that you mm-hmm. can mush them together, and and you could do that with the weaponizers and modulators, and they would just kind of look like Mugenbine, like very yeah. specifically, and that's fine. But these feel yeah, violent. I, I've seen plenty of people with like multiple Paleotraxes or multiple Ractonites that have done something that you could see that being like a a Jurassic Park toy, like off your toy line. Yeah, yeah, like a dino creator thing. Take all of your dinosaurs and f- discover a new one. And it's nothing against Mugenbein. It's just that when with the weaponizers modulators, it just looks like a robot made out of a lot of blocks. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's fine, but it doesn't feel Transformers to me. The fossilizers feel beast mutant to me when you start fusing them together like in my my little twitter link i got if you scroll down a bit like i made i made the deluxes into a a combined exosuit for uh vertebrake Mm -hmm. and and it felt good like and just visually i was like no this this looks like a thing out of a show like where the fossils like form this vulgar thing that Mm -hmm. is being piloted and like it works and like a, the Paleotrex head is like just sticking out, laughing the whole time or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm enamored with them, uh, and and I, I am looking forward to hopefully getting at least two more, but probably just one more, uh, along with the Legion of Paleotrexes. I've pre-ordered Transmutate. Um, the retooling to accommodate the Paleotrex head on her is inspired. That it's just her mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Aaron. It sounds like you've been you've been having a decent time with them too. If you went yeah, through the whole collection, I'd, I'd say I'm I'm with you that Ractonite's better than Paleotrex. Um, there, uh, Paleotrex comes off to me like a chicken with a big head. 
Yeah. We're testing the idea is how Paleo Treks feels to yeah. me. Yeah. Versus Ractonite feels more... I don't know if realized is necessarily the right way, but it feels more substantial. Yeah. So, you know, and even with the weird, like, triple fold-out chest thing and the way that the hips collapse weirdly to become a shoulder, like, those feel like they're doing stuff versus Paleo Trex is like, I've got weird gangly arms because I had big legs. Yeah, they just pegged in. I. Because I'm a weird plucked chicken with a giant head. Yeah, the 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 foldy bits on Ractonite also elevate him. He, like I, I should have mentioned the the part where, for no reason other than your own creativity, you can just fold a giant stick with his head on it out of the torso, mm-hmm. is like that's that's cherry on top stuff. Uh, DJ, uh, how, how have you been feeling about the Bone <laughs> Squad? I mean, I've been enjoying them a lot so far. I mean. I, I've sung praises of Vertebrake already on the show. Um, mm. He's like, I'm goofing around with Rack tonight right now, and I haven't had as much chance to play around with him. Though, in playing around with him, I've already discovered ways of putting his shoulders that work way better than they originally designed. I actually misremember. I tried to just guesswork his shoulders together, and I was like, damn, this is neat, but they're kind of hanging a bit low, but they look better. And then, yeah, I was like, wait, I did them wrong, but mm-hmm. they work. <laughs> like, it's still fine. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's part of the charm of these, is that they are they are very much like, use your imagination. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will agree with, like... With all of them, with especially with Paleotrex and now Vertebrake, or not not Vertebrake, uh, Ractonite. I love that they're forming like. I I I just I I think they work better because just the gimmick works better for the melee weapons they generally tend to lean toward. Yeah, you know where and if if I'm making something out of uh, like one of one of the weaponizers, it's just it's a gun. That's, like maybe a five millimeter port sticking off the bottom of a leg, so that's a gun, okay. Yeah. And then I'll stick another gun on top of that gun, or make that gun a bigger gun. But like it's it takes more imagination than some of the stuff that you can build out of like Paleo Trex, who just looks like this really brutal, awesome looking battle axe or some big crazy anime <laughs> sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Ractonite having so many like cohesive ways to form the limbs also means you can just go like here's so here's base Ractonite with the drill for one hand, but then like hey I'm gonna re- rearrange this and it it works so that like you know the 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 dino heads in a different direction so that the two spikes are facing forward or something or mm-hmm. uh, you know stuff like that. Also having the spikes like come off of the Storaco skull is inspired because mm-hmm. it, it it brings to life so many ideas. I'll I'll also say. Like the instructions imply, you can get the nose spike off. However, I had to look up the the feedback thread. It seems like it's very common that that thing ain't coming out unless you use tools. And you gotta be careful when you use tools. I use pliers to get it out. Uh, and it took a long time and a lot of careful fulcruming because the plastic was threatening to tear before it came out. So, so took- question for you. Did your crest come off way too easily and then not stick back very well? So mine comes off, but then like snaps back in in a way that made me think, oh, this is intentional till I realized it had no peg holes on it. Okay. 
Because uh, my my crest will come off very easily, and it will go back in, and it, it's like it's like it's using the like the the stiffness of the rubbery plastic to wedge it. Oh, okay. No, mine mine actually has like a snap sensation when it goes back in. Okay, mine mine doesn't quite. You might want to just glue it. Like as far as I can tell, it's not supposed to come out. But I guess if it's a problem, I'd say give it a little drop of super glue. Uh, yeah, it's not necessarily a problem. It's just okay. like it's one of those things that it it held well enough that I was like, oh, this feels like it might not supposed to come be a thing that comes off. But it held well enough that it do- it's it was something that was like just in between in that area of feeling messing yeah. with it. And the fact that it's kind of a thing that gets bumped around when it's a shoulder. Made yeah. it like is is this? I, I should also say I just realized when I said you could rearrange it to have the spikes sticking forward. That's actually the stock version. I was looking at my photo I took when I had inadvertently put the shoulders in different positions. Hmm. That still worked. Anyway, yeah, Ractonite like was a moment for me. Paleotrex, I think, is weird to say this. Paleotrex in the long run requires more Paleotrexes. I think to feel really fleshed out as like. A fun thing to mess with. Um, it le- at least needs Ractonite, but I think that uh, getting a hold of uh, Skelivore and Transmutate will also like elevate things, if not, you know, troop building some Paleo Treks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they. I I didn't think the fossilizers were going to be the standout for me, but they they kind of are. N- not to say I don't like the other Kingdom stuff. It's just like even the gimmick figures are hitting it out of the park for me <laughs> right now. Uh, so I uh, yeah, it, hopefully Paleotrex um being a wave 1 gimmick figure in future will also be uh, who's also repainted will also be really easy to find on discount. Um that's still my prediction. So uh fingers crossed. But that brings us to the bestiality. I can't stop saying that. But the beast wars stuff. Uh we talked about rat trap. Let's let's flow through some deluxe stuff. Um Black Arachnia and Cheetor were actually the first two kingdom figures I got. They were the um, the does this work, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, I, I actually really like Cheetor, and I still haven't broken anything off on him. <laughs> so I'm, like, afraid to mess with him too much until I at least document in video that I haven't broken stuff off. Uh, what I'll say is I see how things break off. Cheetor needed either more palm plastic or needed another hinge on his back because they are asking you to do some tight movements Mm -hmm. that are doable without flexing the plastic but you have to know exactly where everything like you have to have gotten lucky like i did to transform him twice without breaking anything during that you then realize how things break and then that's focusing on the tab. You then have Aaron, who has another thing break, that being the peg, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. uh, that the the mouth goes over. And no, then, no, I had one of the tabs. Oh, the, I thought the, yeah, the okay. the mouth peg thing is fine. That, I thought that's, that's also what broke just on a, yours. A terrifying thing. No, the, what okay. broke on mine is one of the like shoulder arm tab pieces that that breaks on everybody's. But mine was like it rattled out of the box. Yeah. Yeah, there there are a few tabs on here that are the plastic is simply too thin, uh, mm-hmm. 
And it makes me think that there were other materials intended to go on this toy that, you know, and then decisions change as you go. Um, but yeah, like the, to me, other than materials, the only problem I have with Cheetor, honestly, is I wish that his cheetah legs and the pod flaps they're on had a, a solid lock-in um, point. Because as it is, it is very easy to accidentally start moving them with the shoulders, uh, mm-hmm. unless you keep pushing them back. Uh, otherwise, like, I think... He is the best Cheetor we've gotten, like, ever. Uh, I like the Masterpiece a lot, but talking about that efficiency thing, materials aside, this guy, I think, hits it a bit harder, um, and he's efficient to transform and satisfying when you have mine, who seems to physically work. Uh, this is all caveated by the fact that it seems for most people that is, in fact, not the experience. Um but I, yeah, I, I dig them a lot. I don't even mind that I got the Wave 1 version, because, you know, there's a Netflix one coming out that ostensibly looks better in a lot of ways. I really like the blue on the legs in the Wave 1 version, and I also don't mind the blue. Like, I'm not going to defend it. <sighs> the blue is too bright. It is very bright. It just it is, doesn't it bug me. It is too baby. He's a baby, mm-hmm. though. Cheetor's a baby. Look at him. <laughs> I mean, we've seen the Netflix one, so it seems like the Kingdom one got nerfed or make that one a little bit more stand out. I, just... I wonder if it was maybe the other way where like along the way this one got locked in for color and then because all of the Netflix stuff is just, you know, it's repaints so it's not like there's a ton of design to it. Somebody said, "What if we did this but in a darker blue?" I just wish the Netflix one had blue on the legs as well, because it, it's, I don't know why yeah. that's a detail that really sticks out to me, but like, I, I like the way that it kind of reveals blue on the legs, as long as you don't like yeah. look for it on the beast mode. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. tr- they're trying to go for different things. That way the Netflix one looks more solid in cheetah mode and doesn't have the blue on the back side of the hind legs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I, I also would, I would, because I, I do like the Netflix blue more. Uh, I would like to have that put on the on the color layout of the retail one. Uh, but yeah, I, I've just generally had a good time with Cheetor. Like I said, I got I got I guess kind of lucky. Um, but he he's a, he's a strong figure for Wave One. I feel um, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah that transformation is is <laughs> that my my only like failing of him, and I think it's something I said uh, the first time I talked about him is I so wish he had a gut gun. Uh, 100%. Yeah, his tail weapon is highly unsatisfying. Yeah. Uh, the the tail whip f- thing is... Uh-huh. And that gun was more iconic to him in, uh, in a show, and I feel like that'd be better. That'd help. Something along those lines would also just help the, the cheetah mode yeah. some, potentially, as well. To, to do the hands arms a little bit differently because those are the tabs that pop off on everybody and then you fill in that stomach space with a good gun and call it a day good gun full of guts it's my new album coming out mm-hmm. um and then uh, and then just to just to keep flowing um unless there's anything else cheetor wise we haven't touched on before or now Mm-mm. um black arachnia is great uh, sadly, also has points of fragility. Um, several of them, in fact. Uh, similar to Scourge's goatees, the tips of her, her pincers, her claws, extremely easy to break because they are very, they're ABS that is at like its thinnest it can get, its thinnest tips you can get it to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, and the thing that compounds it is that they sculpted the striping onto her, which is really cool, except the very tip of her fingers, the, the sculpted striping almost forms like a perforation for you to snap the edge of her finger off. Um, which I have seen in some photos. So you you got to be careful with her fingertips, her, her you know her pincer tips, and her her boobs uh, have a tab on the back that is too long, uh, and it's very common to snap off if you don't file it down, and it's fine if it snaps off. Like Cheetor, it's not really doing anything necessary, um, but I filed mine down because I was like I just I'd like to avoid snapping bits off if I can. Full stop. Um. But Black Arachne is also the one where I would say she is just, like, categorically better than the Masterpiece, whose transformation I don't enjoy uh, for entirely a lack of satisfying tab slot connectivity. And uh, she just is, again, more efficient at doing a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. And and also, by not trying to do the show's version of the spider mode, she just ends up with a better-looking spider mode, I think. Yeah. Like, it, it's uh, it's fatter. And, and shaped differently and looks way more threatening and normal and real yeah, because <laughs> like her spider mode was just tarantulas right K- yeah kind of i think mm-hmm. smaller tarantulas yeah and so the the mp is trying to do a thing where they they i don't know how you put this the the rear segment is like angled in a way where <laughs> i don't know it, it's weird and the this de, this deluxe is accomplishing most of that but like way more straightforwardly uh mm-hmm. and is similarly posable and they even snuck in like like on cheetor they they pulled it off uh as well but like they snuck in like five mil ports on her here and there like her claws are five mil sized and she's got the shoe ports so she can wear boots uh i think cheetor, yeah cheetor does as well they're they're, they're keeping that up um, but yeah, I, I really like black arachnia. Uh, my only real problem is I got one that had two left feet, which meant she couldn't actually finish transforming. So I had to get a second one. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> but, uh, any other, uh, black arachnia thoughts? I, I feel like again, early wave stuff. We might've touched on this already. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember yeah. talking about black arachnia. And yeah. You still nice. You still very nice. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to have her on my desk with Cheetor. Like they're fun to mess with. Uh, well, then uh, I I don't have her yet because she is one of the th- things that chipped to me in multiple separate boxes today. Apparently, but um, Air Razor is in wave two. Aaron, did you get a hold of an Air Razor? I did get a hold of an Air Razor. Uh, TJ, did you? I'm making assumptions. Did you CMD store an Air Razor? <laughs> uh, no, I found a sing a singular Walmart that had her, and that's where I got Ractonite as well. Dang! Well, uh, TJ, just starting with you, how how are you feeling about Air Razor? Because she was promising looking in all the pre-release photos we were seeing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Air Razor. Like, all right, it's it's it is one of those figures where don't look underneath it for too long because she does have that 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 seeker thing of oh, that's a <laughs> lot of that's a lot of robot underneath all those wings. The, yeah, the old "Hey, what's up, Air Razor?" down there syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do like how she transforms. That you know, that aside, um, I do think she looks really nice in the robot mode. I like, I like the option of collapsing the wings so far because not only do they like double hinge an accordion down a really good distance, but also the wings have a little slot that they collapse into, so you can fold it down a little more. 
Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as she's as she's packed in the box, her wings completely fit within her like shoulder width. Damn. So, like, instead of so the like square pegs on the back of the the bird. The, so she does a really neat trick where her torso extends just a little bit to turn into uh, a falcon. Mm-hmm. And so when you collapse her back up. There, one of the like, there's like one, two, three, four, like four or five pieces that make her wing for the various jointing angles. Like, you can take the last, like, instead of collapsing it down one way, the way that it's packaged, it's kind of turned the other way so that you can, if you want her wings to be as hidden as possible, you can make it so that her wings are just entirely like between her shoulder width versus like the normal big air quotes way of doing it that give her like just a little bit of wing sticking out to each side. That's all the, gotta... all, all the way up to just like, you can have her like fully wing spread and standing like great. That's gotta be a trick that was, that was co-developed for a terror sore. Like it's just, it fits so perfectly to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That at, at least this design of this, like, like I said, this five segment wishbone thing that you can just like, Hey, here's the engineering for it. Just instead of feathers, make it like skeletal skin dinosaur-y. Mm-hmm. And we got that uh, that that listing name that that was pulled out of somewhere that was like Golden Terrorsaur or whatever, right? Along with uh along with uh Puffer. Mm. Oh, Puffer, I remember. Yeah, the other one. It was it, there were two listings that day. It was Puffer and it was like Golden Terrorsaur or something. Uh hopefully it's it is as literal as it sounds. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. then the mold exists and then they can do one in red as well. Yeah. Uh, the- like the other beautiful thing about all those extra hinges you have in those wings, and they collapse her down so well, but also that means in the beast mode you have this, for what I know, an unrivaled amount of wing articulation in a transformer. Like you can give her mm-hmm. wings like an actual curl to them. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that in, in a stop motion, and I was like, that that is lifelike. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, cool, and and that's a place where, like. Too many joints is okay. Yeah, yeah. It's in a wing. It, it lets you get. It lets you get. You know, pretty um, expressive with the wings and and how you want to pose it. You know, have her stooped like like she's perched on something. You can kind of collapse her wings around her. Not not quite as well as a real bird w- would, but it also lets you hide the like that her arms are kind of just grabbing her butt to hide underneath yeah. everything. But yeah, her fists kind of go into her like lower rib cage, just mm-hmm. just to give you a, a visual. But but yeah, and then the way that she has the couple of extra joints in her leg to let it do the like mid shin bend, and then mid like just above the ankle bend the other way to turn. Like she doesn't have weird legs necessarily in order to get the kind of digitigrade look that birds generally have. Mm. It's 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 a couple of neat tricks in the legs that really knock her out of the park. This is a place where, like, I, I would be willing to bet if there was a 
Masterpiece Beast Wars Air Razor, we'd probably be saying, you know what, this deluxe comes right up against it again. Well, the the unprecedented thing that thing pulled off, like on the first reveal photo, was like, hey, the bird mode looks more like a bird than a balled up person, and mm-hmm. like that that alone is an achievement. Everything about the wings just sounds like they, especially in a deluxe price point. Just, just they looked at they looked at Air Razor and Terrorosaur, which I, I always see the two of them kind of you know side by side as far as like a problem to solve, uh, and and we're just like, how do we tackle this? Um, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm hoping those things show up tomorrow. Those th- three separate pure later shipments. Uh, EB Games troubles for all my fellow Canadians. You know what I'm talking about. Um, anything else about Air Razor? It sounds like she's just all around is hit, hits it out of the park like she's up to par deluxe wise. Uh, any 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 major any major critiques were hidden? Any any mid any mid discussion swerves? She actually contains dead animals. <laughs> I mean, she might. I don't, I don't know. I've not taken it apart. Yeah, there could well, be like I, yeah, I, I, mosquito I, I, corpses in there or something. Yeah, I don't care what she eats. He's <laughs> open her up, and there's just actual fungus growing inside, like just one mushroom. <laughs> They're like, put this, put this in a kombucha. You'll see stars. Uh, I never had kombucha. Uh, Voyager-wise, uh, the main one that I can think of talking about, because I actually don't know what the Wave 2 Voyagers are, now that I think about it. Inferno's one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Is there another one? Or is it just Inferno and a Wave 1 repack? Dinobot? Ooh. Oh yeah, Dinobot, <laughs> the single most exciting Voyager in the entire line. Who I had to like chase down a pre-order for across two different websites. I, I mean, probably he, blotted that out of my mind. That's what he's, happened. He's only the character in Beast Wars. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's one of yeah. and also one of the single most exciting Transformers releases as far as like accomplishing again something that we thought only possible on a masterpiece. Uh, well, that Optimus Primal, huh? He's. Just- <laughs> I mean, so so the Optimus Primal is amazingly close. I think even to like the original Beast Wars Primal, uh, highly, and, yeah. And, yeah. And and like again, I think it's a case where you know if if you said, hey, you can have the Voyager or the Masterpiece, I would be more than happy with this Voyager. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Like the Masterpiece does a few things a little bit better, maybe, but it also costs, you know five times as much or so he wasn't uh, five times as much was he i thought primal was sort of reasonable I all primal was like one t- was it one like 130 150 yeah I, that's that's all compared to voyager that's that's more all right voyager's 30 that's four to five times as much it's math well five times would be 150 i was certain he wasn't 150 I don't that's think he was 150. No. Also, in, in Canadian dollars, he was higher towards it. In Canadian dollars, that would be making him two, a 200 dollar masterpiece, which I know he wasn't even when I did the. Maybe conversion. I was thinking the Canadian prices, but then back to U.S. Yeah, throw in New like, Zealand dollars somewhere. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I actually Canadian dollars through New Zealand dollars I, shipped out of Australia. I would take the masterpiece over the Voyager only because I think the masterpiece did a really good job. Um, yeah, the masterpiece and, was really good. I think this Voyager comes up towards it. Yeah, the the Voyager, like when I say that, it's it's also to say the Voyager is still very good, uh, especially just as a playable toy. 
The only problem I have with the Voyager is the the knees, like, if I'm remembering right on mine, the knees, the wrong joint yeah. tends to be the one that bends. Yeah, it's, I, 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 it's because it's set up so that you can have the gorilla, uh, like, quadrupedal or bipedal and try and hide some things. I want to sit down with the folks who worked on this to know, like, like the, the path that that quote-unquote yeah. third mode took, because I think it's, it's conceptually fascinating in execution i don't think it really does enough it 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 doesn't because like part of it's also like the the shape of his back and the two or three pieces that make his back as a gorilla like there's stuff in there that's just not great yeah not bad not it's not bad it's just not great it's like we have we have these these readjustable knees that I find kind of frustrating and they're mostly there to facilitate a, an alternate beast mode that to me doesn't look as good as the other one mm-hmm. I guess is the way I'd put it uh, and it's a shame because otherwise and I think he's, he's super solid the way I that is that the like robot butt flap kind of becomes this like front diaper bit if you decide to make the, the bipedal monkey like when he's like on all fours, it's not quite as bad. Yeah, but there, there, there's just a few things that are just just a tiny bit like teeth sucky on them. That's not it's not a bad toy um, by any stretch. Oh, no, he's it's, super solid. It's, it's uh, just like <clears throat> that, and I kind of wish that his swords had some sort of like internal storage. Yeah, and and also I kind of. This is a weird thing to say. I kind of wish he didn't ship alongside Cyclonus, because I think it doesn't help that Cyclonus is the other Voyager. Well, I don't have Cyclonus, so that's not a problem for me. And Cyclonus is so yeah. good. All the cool people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I would I would actually say as a compliment, the, the, the fuzzy butt crotch looks better to me in person than it did in any of the promo photos. Um, it's just like, it, it can blend in better than I thought it would, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, it's not like amazing, but it just it doesn't look like in the photos where it literally looked like he had a butt on the front and a butt on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like the gimmicks are cool. The the, the accessories are solid. Uh, the transformation's good. You know, it, it, they it's a transformation that's really easy to phone in. I think, and they did mm-hmm. not. They they. Mm-hmm. I don't. He, I don't even he like has that his pop out blasters. The pop out blasters mm-hmm. are there. That that. Uh, that is one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, they, you can't do that at this scale. And they're like, hey, Ken, look, it's like yeah. two, it's like three parts. You just push it's up. It's easy. What's so hard about this? Just push up. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to take back phone in because I hate that kind of language. But like, it's it's an easy transformation to to not make as engaging as this one is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he, and, and you uh, have the cross play to Paleo Treks. Yeah, I mean, technically, yes. Technically, just, yes. <laughs> just rip Paleotrex's head out of the, the dinosaur mode that it barely properly fits in for, and he's got his, his mace again. You can also do that with Transmutate's head, which is super screwed up. Yeah. Imagine if that's how that episode ended. <laughs> <laughs> super screwed up. Uh, yeah, the, I guess like I, I like Primal, but getting all of Wave 1 at once is a highly privileged thing to be able to experience. <laughs> but it also, unfortunately, then diminishes Primal a bit, because it's like, Cyclonus is a lot more exciting, and, skipping ahead slightly, Leader Megatron 
I think kind of hits it harder than Primal does, uh, as far as like like delivering some of the similar points. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm also just I am glad that we have like a just solid Primal that isn't riding a weird line of like we're doing Optimus Primal, but we gotta kind of mechanize him somewhat more mm-hmm. to fit him in here. And it's like now we're just like getting the, the power of the primes, power of the primes, and the Cybertron 06, whatever you want to call that one. Uh, with the the giant hoverboard, um, they this they always they, it's always trying to try to like technologize season one primal to fit him in places, mm-hmm. uh, and I like that this is absolutely not. Um, it's super solid. Any other primal thoughts? Uh, or do I now just chill out and hear about how cool Dinobot is because I don't got mine till May? It seems. <laughs> oh, I he's mean... like the best thing ever. <laughs> Is Cyclonus I, payback? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like Cyclonus I, is like I guess compared chump. to what a chump to Dinobot. What a chump in the wrong line that Cyclonus yeah. toy is. What kind of loser? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I could take my turn with Primal, but that's just you know repeating everything. Oh, I, I so I had chalked up Primal in my head as like I think TJ might have talked about him already. Yeah, I, guess. I think I think <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, as. If as weeks have passed, like his primal kind of just is more or less the same. Anything aged on him or? Uh, not uh, not especially. I I've learned that I appreciate him for the different direction they went in for the MP because primal is very much one of those prowl types where this is about the only way we can transform him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I am yeah. I am glad that aesthetically they went for something very different that makes it feel like yeah. You know, I'm I'm happy owning both. Well, uh, TJ, are you in the privileged position to have a Cyclonus and a Dinobot? Uh, see, uh, Dino, uh, uh, Cyclonus is behind me, and Dinobot is beside me. Well, TJ is currently the king of the podcast, so um, <laughs> TJ, you you're a fr- you're a friend of the Dinobot, so I also would like I wanted to ask you first anyway. Uh, I didn't it, inadvertently. I am also, I guess, like me and Aaron are having a feud over who has the cooler Voyager. The other one doesn't. But we'll uh, we'll solve that too. TJ, does, does Dinobot hit it for you? Like that's it's it's a long journey trying to get good Dinobot toys, and we we hit it with the masterpiece. But also, the masterpiece is enormous and expensive. <laughs> this is yes, this is very true. So yeah, it is an exceptionally nice Voyager toy. It does hit a very nice sweet spot for me as a retail affordable Dinobot. Um. Uh, <laughs> He does have the he does have the weirdness that goes into being a, a normal retail figure in that the beast mode has a few more sacrifices than the masterpiece, but that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much a given. Okay, I can see your little hip joints, and if I look at the raptor mode the wrong way, I can see the side of his chest and the thighs. But the way they work yeah. those shapes, like that's a, that's kind of acceptable because they work the shapes well enough to actually make that work. Like the fact that the hips from the beast mode go into the chest is kind of strange to begin with. So I haven't I haven't watched a single piece of coverage on that Dinobot because I much like the masterpiece. I'm like kind of just excited to. Uh, I, I want to not like totally blow how it works for me in my own mind before I mess with them, but like what you just said sounds absolutely fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. kind of is. It kind of is. The like way that actually a part of the dinosaur head is in the chest visible 
with the like offset joint for the hips was uh like wait a second what moment for me in my first transformation oh i forgot he has like he doesn't cheat the chest entirely no yeah Yeah, the raptor heads in there so like the sides of the chest that are you know clearly not the raptor head come from his like raptor leg thighs like the 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 part that covers the hips like that's kind of the one wishy-washy thing is i wish that like he had more range of motion in there outside of that clamshell thing because it kind of just covers it up and doesn't give him a ton of articulation there um that and i wish the joint on his like his velociraptor hands was a little different um the the raptor hands, I think, are the thing that everyone has to acknowledge. Like these just don't look good. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like I'm going to come over and like pathetically limp wristedly hit you some with these hands. Did you did you um, see? Um, there's available on one of the 3D print download sites. Someone designed new hands with a mid joint that look really good. I I didn't, but I believe it. Yeah, I'll find you that link. Um, whilst you guys are talking, it's 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 like an odd shape that it has to go into to fill in for the robot mode, so I can see why it ended up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, without introducing a bunch of extra complexity. That again, this is a thirty dollar toy that like butts very hard up against uh, a masterpiece toy. So like, I'm not going to to really like shame it a ton because it's doing because it's doing like a lot of business Um, i guess i guess those those printed hands are okay they need pins like they they require a 1.6 millimeter pin on each one anyway and i also like looking at the size of them like it's cool like they're beautifully designed all things considered but like in in mass manufacturing boy those would have also been like a potential thing like being that small yeah uh with a with yeah, a pin potentially I, in them I, yeah i it's definitely a place where i can see like engineering design and industrial design knocked up against what would make for a great like model and yeah and at, at some point man we got to sell a toy happens <laughs> and these also look like they, these are really p- good and perfectly made for a hobbyist to, you know, print and do mm-hmm. the fit and finish themselves uh, for mm-hmm. their own copy. Um, it's uh, Also, this uh, yet another time where, boy, I really wish I had a, a room to put a 3D printer in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, uh, man. You, you get yourself an, an additive ABS one. You get yourself a... Uh, a uh, resin printer so that you can have some some super fine detail but slower done and UV cured and everything um, I've heard is for the resin one especially that that needs if not a room a very dedicated space next to a window so you don't oh, yeah. just you yeah. don't get found face down on the floor of your room yeah no no the good, the good resin ones are like and here's where you connect to your external exhaust system yeah. that you already have because you're in some sort of industrial shop. Yeah, resin fumes kind of spook me a little bit. So, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I've 
very much like Dinobot. I all the all the steps that he goes through, it's like my only has are there's a couple times that he's a little bit gappy if you don't quite get everything lined up perfectly and clicked perfectly. And I know that his sword is purple, but because it's metallic, I feel like it should be like something more than the flat purple. Yeah, doing it, it in, doing it in if you're gonna do it in flat, you gotta do it as the highlight color at least. Yeah, uh, and, I, and like his shins need a a paint pass, and like just there are just a couple of like small scale like worries that aren't worry isn't even the right word like small scale sure would be nice if they had another three dollars and paint app budget. Yeah. Uh, I should also give the shout out. Grim Lockamus uh, did a, a like I'm going to fix the paint myself because I'm good at painting job on this. That was so good that it was logical for him to then purchase another Dinobot to paint up the same way to sell because yeah. it looked so amazing. <laughs> okay, he he could he could probably make a a decent little side hustle of like just send me your Grimlock and yeah and and thirty five bucks and uh, self addressed stamped envelope to put it back into send me send me my hand painted toy in an envelope, envelope. Yeah. <laughs> and then i'm going to complain that the paint scratched uh i, I was going to ask you guys because you know there's the whole thing with the the original photos that were clearly you know a hand-painted version do you think do you think it would have been better or worse for the hip balls to be matching the dino skin or as they are matching the robot mode uh colors uh, those two, mm. those two robot mode things that are kind of like they form weird kind of boobs on his dino mode. Yeah, it's the thing that I uh, unfortunately how would it like if you could <sighs> like would it what would it do to the robot mode? Do you think if they were matched the dino skin, would it be too? If much they of were a matched break? to dino skin, I think it would be too much of a break in in that mode because then he'd have yeah. silver hip balls instead of the gold hip balls follow the rest of the line because that's the the counter shaded lighter color on his underside yeah for the velociraptor that like that it'd make it stand out more the other way i think yeah yeah when, when we saw those shots where they were like darker i was just of two minds because i'm like no it, it makes the dino mode look a bit better but it makes the robot mode not look awful it just it makes it not look as exciting mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. And is it worth marginally improving a a dino mode that has to be somewhat compromised, no matter what you do? You know, right? And and again, it's a case where you know there's there's probably the ideal world where you pick a color kind of in between the two of them and mold those like those pieces and only those pieces on that sprue so that it kind of goes away in both sides. But then it's you know, again, bumps up against the, well, now you're adding another sprue to it. You're changing the layout of everything else. That's going to make it like 9% more expensive to make for touching up the hips a little bit. And we want to aim at the $30 price point. And with that, it won't hit it. Yeah. So, no. Well, I mean, what you guys have confirmed to me is that it is astonishing what they accomplished on a Voyager for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like that—that's what the first photos looked like, and and everything you're saying about the transformation is just like, oh, okay, yep. <laughs> H- 
it's it's the the every beast character so far in this line is just like hey <laughs> bet you didn't think we could do this <laughs> uh well, any anything else about dinobot you guys want to throw down or shall we proceed to leader class where we can talk about Optimus Prime he comes with a trailer he's exactly the same as Earthrise <laughs> Exciting. Uh, leader Megatron. Mm-hmm. Have, have you guys managed to secure your Leader Megatrons? And a rubber ducky that's amazingly in scale for him. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's a, that, that was an amazing thing to see that day I looked on my phone. <laughs> and it's actually a rubber rubber ducky, not a hard plastic rubber ducky. Oh, jeez. Oh, I just have the now, bot bot for him. No, no. This is... Uh, I found them like we... I was like driving by a Walmart and I was like, I'm just going to run it and get, is it okay if I run it and get, run into Walmart and look for toys and get a, yeah, I guess. Um, cause they're all still animals about masks and, uh, Alfie didn't want to, to deal with that, but you know, the toy itch is, is a thing. And I came back out with, with Megatron and the first thing she does is go, Oh yes. I was like, okay. And then, like she grabs the box and looks at it for a little bit and then like puts it back in the the shopping bag. I'm like, okay, I didn't realize that you really dug Megatron. All right, cool. And then she goes, this looks like it'd be in scale, right? And shows me like a little Etsy or eBay rubber ducky. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that looks like it might be. She goes, okay, ordered. I was like, yeah, all right. So, so now Megatron is sitting on a little 3D printed table that I have. Um, so I can flip a table when I get angry at work and, uh, <laughs> with the rubber ducky in his hand. We need to circle back to this little table. Cause that actually sounds like a really good mental trick to keep yourself from yelling yeah, at walls. Uh, it's it's uh, the, the buddy, of, the buddy of mine. that's like, I got a 3d printer. So I'm going to 3d print all the things. What do you need 3d printed? And I was like, I know nah, I'm good. No, what do you need 3d printed? And I was like, just make a, a little table, just a, 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 a flat plank with four legs so that when you get angry, you can just like flip it over. And he's like, that's genius. Do you want like special legs or anything? I'm like, no, just like extrude four table legs and print it. He's like, that sounds boring. And then he's, last I heard, he's printed like seven or eight. Yeah. Various people in the <laughs> office have them. That sounds, that that makes me think of the, uh, the whole thing where like you write down everything that's annoying you on a piece of paper, then rip the paper up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Not to, not to distract, but like that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, before Megatron, I had a couple of little like I have. Uh, I got a extra life metal D twenty for fundraising uh, last year, and that was sitting on there for a bit. And like little, little like it'll hold little tchotchkes like that. The top of it's maybe the size of a, bit, a little bit bigger than a business card. Yeah, like that's all the bigger that it is, but it it works really well for just a momentary. It's got to make a good and noise. You can flip it. But. <laughs> nice, nice, satisfying plastic noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I just, this is a very Canadian thing. I, uh, all the Canadians will know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. I had a pre-order on Beast Wars Megatron on EB Games, and, uh, I think people still have their pre-order. It said it was going to ship in February. It's changed many times. We don't know what's happening. I happened to be awake when, uh, it showed up on Walmart.ca for, like, a minute. So I managed to get one off of there. Uh, in Canada, it has been a thing trying to get this Megatron for quite a while. <laughs> Uh, 
But uh, yeah, I you know what I, I gotta I gotta cover the big thing right away. They pulled it off with the soft skin on this figure. Uh, easily the riskiest idea I've ever heard. Having like PVC style dino skin over ABS armature. Mm-hmm. There are some bits where it it yes does the bits that you probably don't want to hear. Um, but all things considered, I think that it it was pulled off pretty well for a mainline toy. Uh, conceptually, it will just put some folks off, though. And if you're on the fence about it, all I'll say is, like, it's not ripping apart and it's not load-bearing. Mm-hmm. But there there are some panel connections that start... They just flex, and it doesn't look nice uh, until you, like, figure out how to get them in there the right way. But all the load-bearing joints are still regular old Transformers joints. So they, I just, I love this effect. Like they really, they pulled off a cool idea with this. Uh, and yeah, like, you know, the transformation is very clever. Um, especially how it aligns a whole bunch of different parts to allow for a very poseable T-Rex mode. Uh, which I think might've been a thing that diminished studio series Grimlock for me as well, is that Megatron, I think just pulls off this T-Rex mode better than Grimlock, and Grimlock doesn't have to try to look like a seamless T-Rex either. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, like uh, the, I think the, the one other main point to cover is there's, like, I would call it a slight redesign of Megatron's T-Rex head arm in robot mode, where if you look at the sculpting on the bicep, it's clearly intended that his implied elbow has the T-Rex, uh, the top of the T-Rex's head facing up. Um... Because, you know, the natural inclination is to turn it sideways so that the jaw is like a thumb. Mm -hmm. But everything about the design right down to the sculpting says, no, you want the jaw on the bottom so that when he points his arm forward, the T-Rex is looking at stuff, you know, upright. Uh, It's weird, but they added, like, like, I don't know how you put this, like, range on a bunch of T-Rex neck joints so it works as a robot elbow. It's really cool. Uh... It's just, you know, not like 100% show accurate. Um, and you can't remove the tail weapon from his arm, but he does yeah. have like a sculpted hand in there, which is neat. And he has he has tan uh, colors on him that I still don't like. I understand where they're coming from. It's, it's kind of a reference to the toy. I just think it looks kind of like g- garish, I guess. It just sticks out in a way that doesn't feel nice, um, mm-hmm. how it ends up on the tops of his shoulders. But uh, yeah, like very gushable toy though. I really like it. I'm old, I'm a little worried about what this will be like in a few years. Like if anything does degrade, but it just feels very well built to me. Uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about him? I mean, you got a Robert Duck. Yours is perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of along the lines of what you were saying um, for with both of his arms. Um, I wish that the attachment for the tail weapon was like one or two. Five millimeter pegs on the back of his arm, yeah. Because there's oh, so much. Perfect. There's there's so much there that like his his wrist pivots up for no terribly discernible reasoning. I think it's just how it's assembled. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because that that uh, that pin only holds that that on. It's not like that goes into the tail weapon, and there's molding around the tail weapon part like it's. Like it's there to to peg on or off. Yeah, I, 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 like, when I first opened them up, I was like, "Oh, can this come off?" Because when you said two pegs, it looks like it. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, it looks like that. Like there's the 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 action around that part in his forearm makes it look like like the what they put around the other pa- places where it's like, hey, this is a five millimeter hole. But then it, it's like all of this other stuff that it's bolted to. That then I'm not sure if there's hidden connectors underneath the the softer plastic that's on top of everything that I don't want to go like peeling layers of toy back to find out like, Oh, there was a, a weak glue in there holding all of this together and you just screwed it all up. Good job. <laughs> I would just like to know, I'd like to know the design journey on this. Cause I do feel like there are some um, remnants of features that are no, no longer present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm curious what the, the journey was because it's like the, the fact that his tail rotates around, like the end of the tail rotates around for, some reason uh oh that's just that's just for curvature it's because if you leave it because for dino mode it's it's if you for dino mode it's it's pointed up in a natural way mm-hmm. and it needs to rotate 180 so that it then looks like a pincer basically right but it feels like like with the wag in there too like that's like i i feel like this is one of those things like the old uh um uh, um, reveal the shield Galvatron or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was, I was like, meant. like. There's, there's, there's something else significant going on there. I think, I think um, with, the, with the tail is just like, that's attempting to add some more articulation. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the assembly bit though, and the wrist, the robot wrist, those are the things that do feel like something else might've been happening yeah. at one point. That, and I wish that the dino, the, like the, his right arm with the dinosaur head had, like another set of like universal joints in there or something because it it makes it feel like he's got a stumpy arm and then a way too large arm like he like he's a crab that had a bad molt yeah i guess i can kind of see it so like if the, if the, if his right arm with the head had another joint in there or or, or something to make it be longer even if it had the same articulation just some of that dimensionality being different or some like even if it was something that was just like a pull-out slide that's just not in there would make him feel proportioned better yeah like he's, I mean, you don't want it to be literally as long as the pincer arm but right it, it is like yeah i see what you mean like but, it is noticeably it, it, shorter but it feels like it's short it's like the end of the dinosaur's mouth is about the same thing as the end of his hand. And it was always kind of the, like, the... Is it actually internally of, like, is he just kind of holding onto a dinosaur's head? And he just likes always keeping the the, the of gloves on rather than, <laughs> like, tossing it off? You know, like, like, I think if it was a little bit longer, it'd at least give some different feel but that's just i mean that's just kind of small in the weeds things my only my only couple of issues with them on the whole uh what i i am sure is an individual issue that i just need to hit some with some floor polish is his uh right hip in both actions is very loose um which makes me feel like it's potentially just the like the pen fired through it um or that kind of rivety pen wasn't fully riveted. You mean the forward, the forward back, the forward back, and the in and out. Oh, the really? in and out on his right hip is significantly looser than his left hip. 
Yeah, mine mine are are uniformly tight. So which that, which yeah. is which is another reason why I am more than happy to just leave him sitting on the table. Uh, yeah. because then that just is not an issue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll pose him back so he can be looking at his red, red, as a, at his ducky friend. Yeah, the, the legs on mine are 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 a lot more solid than it sounds like yours. Um TJ, how just to pop over to you starting off, how are the how are the robot hips on yours? And the robot mode hips seem fine on mine. Okay. Like it's though I, I do tend to find uh, uh I, I'm a little bit more generous with tolerance issues than most are. Like as long as he can hold a pose, I'm happy enough. Yeah, I mean, going by what Aaron was saying, it sounds like his is also like asymmetrical intolerance. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's it's very much because of the asymmetry on it. Is I know it is very much a manufacturing build tolerance my issue. You gotta write a letter. You gotta write a letter to. <laughs> I am annoyed. Um. Well, TJ, uh, how else are you feeling about this Megatron? Uh, still the only leader class. I think that we know of. Is there another leader coming up that we've actually seen? Um, I, mean, I don't T Rex. Um, okay, yes, you're right. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think we have. Okay, it's just kind of weird. Like we're 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 getting into wave two here, and we still have no confirmation of any bigger toy. I think there's something on one of those leak lists, but I don't remember how close it's gotten to the surface of truth. As I mean, one might call I it. mean, there's, there's, <laughs> I, I mean, there's Magnus, but it's. But like, oh, it's, you're right. He, I mean, he's technically a lot on him is new, so he technically is. Yeah, but it's that same friggin' Magnus again, though. Yeah, uh, that's how I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw that same friggin' Magnus, and I was like, why? Like. Do you owe somebody money and you got to make it up? <laughs> Oddly enough, he <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because because yeah, TJ like Megatron is like our singular fresh leader toy really so far in all yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is depressing to think about. It's like I'm not even sure who else you would do because like he that's that's your big character like your big size character for your Beast Wars lineup. Yeah, Protoform X. In in my mind, it's 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 Rampage or a very tall Inferno, like a really well featured out Fire Ant Inferno would be Maybe the other two I think of. Yeah, Inferno. Yeah, he's he's Inferno's a tall boy with a big butt. So yeah. maybe. He's got the parts count, because I, I know a lot of people talk about, oh, they're going to do another Voyager Inferno as the gag, and it's like, they could, but he's not going to have the butt gimmick without, like, it being very yeah. simplified, yeah. I don't think. No, as leader, and it still has the push-button butt-spin gimmick. Oh, they better! They, they, they owe it to me! That's, that was one of the best... What, that, that was one of the few times that kind of gimmick really also just worked, if I, if I remember right. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's some exec at Hasbro that's just thinking back to the 90s and going, we couldn't sell ants at $15. Why do you want to do 50 I also yeah, I do like the conspiracy theory that we're not getting Inferno because there's still anger about that. <laughs> or that if we get one, it's just gonna be transmetal uh scrap metal. <laughs> uh was it scrap metal? The the other name they gave him? Scavenger. 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 Yeah. 
It's just going to be that, <laughs> not even in a new box. Um, but yeah, TJ, how are you feeling about that Megatron? Uh, he, he is a very solid figure. Uh, I, I do like how much I can do with his T-Rex mode, which that I wasn't expecting. I like, like, there. there's so much junk on his back. And I get why there's so much junk on his back. But it's amusing to me how many different ways you can arrange the junk on his back you know, to your preference mm-hmm. of kibble. Yeah. Well, I, I like that it also hits the two, like, amidst all the stuff back there, you get the two kind of pod spires. Uh, I mean, they're they're highlighted by having that weird beige on them, but, like, they're, they're present and there, mm-hmm. which is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of cute to me. Um, I mean, this, also like or good, good. But that's what I mean. Is like you, you can eliminate those too. Like yeah, I, I've 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 seen all different configurations of how people want their Megatrons. I, I also think it's impressive, like how well it compresses, like considering how much and like how many layers there are back there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah. Considering you've got what forty percent of a T Rex mashed into it. Yeah, it, it's a very masterpiece style compression, uh, and also kind of impressive in that at least on mine it really holds together decently without like a ton of different like tabs being involved. Like it just yeah. kind of it just balls up and sits there. I think uh, I think credit to the softer temper of plastic giving it enough friction to do that. Yeah. Also, it's a great view of some of the inner frames back there. I'm just looking at mine now. Like, it gives you a really good look at how they have, like, you know, proper ABS uh, skeletons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to I know more about this experiment of theirs. Like, this is fascinating to me, um, the way that this worked. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's solid. We know also of the existence of another head sculpt where he's going, her. It's been, it's been found unpainted. Uh, apparently it's not on T-Rex from what I heard. Uh, so who knows? I'll also say I there mean, was one... Oh, good, good. I heard I heard a noise. No, no, no I, I was going to speculate, but if you have a more salient point to make. Uh, just a quick one, and I've only seen it once, but I still think it's, it bears mentioning just, to, you know, just in case. I, someone has had the the left arm, the one with the tail weapon, shear off at the shoulder. Like like the the forward backward shoulder joint sheared itself. Uh, in their words, when they opened it up, they said that the joint was barely held together. I never found out what that means, though. So it could just be someone who had you know bad that's luck. That's a one off that was missing a part or something inside of it. Yeah, maybe. But just bear in mind, like if yours has a very tight forward backward shoulder motion, like be careful. I've not heard of that being like a major thing though. So, you know, hopefully this was a one-off, but it bears mentioning. Um, also just another quickie. I think it's, it's cute that I think it's partly for T-Rex articulation that he's got like a, a, you know, a, a sort of butterfly motion on one shoulder, but not the other. I do want to confirm loudly. He doesn't have it on the other. I suspect that might be something that does stress that shoulder joint for people. If you assume that the articulation is symmetrical, he doesn't have the butterfly thing on the tail weapon shoulder. So don't try to rock it forward because that is probably going to stress something. Uh, TJ, what's your speculation? 
I was trying to figure out how you would even reuse a lot of these characters, considering they don't have a whole lot of repaint options. Like, yeah, we have a Rhinox on the way. You know, you make an evil Rhinox and you're done. Uh, I was thinking about like because Selects loves to do weird stuff. They love to do like we we've seen with Siege and Earthrise just how much Hasbro is trying to get like every use out of these molds as they possibly can. Hmm. Yeah, and it, it kind of dawned on me for what I want out of Beast Wars and what I would actually be down for, since we've seen paint apps and uh, paint applications on these figures that would make it kind of work. I'd love to see like an Energon Surge set. Mm. Where oh, they have, yeah. Yeah, where, yeah, where like that's where I see that Megatron Grimace would be with those like Energon streaks going across his body. I thought you were working towards what was it, T Rex? Well, oh, we just, we, uh, we've seen no. one. Uh, one one of the leak squad who takes photos. <laughs> oh, have we? There's a T-Rex, like, up in the back corner of his shelving. He also took a Unicron photo and forgot to move the T-Rex. So we know that it exists. We just don't know yeah, where well, it exists. I'm, I must have missed, like, a week or two of all the leaks. Leak squad news sometimes just... It, that's also why I have not... Even even if I had been like like more on the ball with keeping us weekly for the past couple months, I wouldn't want to bother because it moves so ridiculously fast and mm-hmm. is also not always right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, T Rex is known and has been seen in the distance. T Rex was was dug up at the same time people got samples of that Galvatron. Um, so T Rex has commonly been seen in the company of uh, of leader Galv- leader Galvatron, right? Yeah. 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 See, my hope for T-Rex is that he has the mutant head. I yeah, I hope yeah. I would I would love to see the mutant head as the alternate sculpt on on a bunch of these. Uh Energon Surge is also a really cool idea. Um, it makes me think of uh the rescanning movie figures where they were like clear plastic and they mm-hmm. were designed to look like they were scanning the vehicle mode. Like that was so cool. Yeah. The uh, the 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 paint scheme that came to my head was uh uh, Studio Series Grimlock, the first one, where they managed to get that that like really intricate oh. paint job across the entire figure. Yeah, the, that like metallic dry brush kind of look. Yeah, yeah. Like in my head, I'm just like I'm thinking with mutant heads, they could also they could get real like base and just go like Fox Kids repaints. Well, <laughs> mu- like what, mutant heads is like. Okay, well, we need. Well, first off, we need a robot head for Waspinator if we're getting Buzzsaw at some point. And then, yeah. uh, I want Shadow Panther to have the mutant head. Like I, uh, that would be that'd be so boring if he's just a black Cheetor. Uh, yeah, totally. And and also, Cheetor's mutant head is to me an iconic mutant head because it, it's a real freaky one, like bug eyes. Uh, but yeah, like like the alternate character paint jobs is kind of what I'm hoping for. Like you know, T Rex, for instance, Grimlock out of Dinobot, uh, Shadow Panther, um, Buzzsaw out of a Waspinator, uh, Crystal Widow out of Black Arachnia. Just you know, just BS in a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. I I you know that's all going to be selects, but the plus side of that means it all can be weird because selects is obviously ready to do that. Um. But yeah, uh, anything else about Megatron? Um, really, my only other point is just I, I just have a small fear that he may get uh, crackly over time. Like if that if the clear they're clear, the 
dino skin plastic begins to dry out. I'm hoping that it's not so porous that it starts to crack. Uh, but we won't know for a long time. Um, so other than that, uh, that, that I think cleans up until one of us gets that Titan from kingdom that that's all the size classes, I believe. Uh, we still don't know what the Titan looks like. Uh, I'll throw out a quick, couple quick, just here at the end, a couple quick beats cause they're fresh. Do y'all see that black Zarek they're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do y'all know, Hey, shout out Canadians. Do y'all know he showed up on EB games? So it's a it's a no risk pre order, and if you have an Edge membership, he's an d- additional ten percent off when he comes out. I might have done that pre order like immediately on site because I still don't have Scorponok. So a, <laughs> what's up? That Black Zarek looks really good. Yeah, I had an remolding. anxiety moment of almost pre ordering him, and then went, "Wait a second, I don't have space for another Scorponok, dear God!" But it looks good. But it, no. No, then I'd have to get the the the, the golden Rotorochi or whatever, and uh, no, no, yeah, the, oh, go, the gold Rorichi, Rorichi, the oh, gold Rorichi decision it's up for order again. Huh? Mm, huh. Those no, 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 monsters. no, monsters, <laughs> those monsters. I can't believe because I missed Black Rorichi, and he's always like just outside of me being able to order him easily. And I'm and I kind of want a one because of the new head sculpt. I got Fast Track, and I was like, well, without Scorponok, Fast Track isn't really like hitting it for me that much. Then you friggin' double drop me with Black Zarak, and then go like, oh, and by the way, that that uh, Black Rorichi, I guess this would fill in the problem you have with Fast Track, huh? Fool. Also, <laughs> eye patch in a new chest. <laughs> you can go to hell. Pay us. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I was going to anyway. <laughs> uh, TJ, how are you, how you feeling about that? Like, you got Black Rorichi, right? Uh, yeah. Jade, uh, are you are you feeling the urge, or are you I mean, I, I sold that figure, because I thought, why would they ever risk doing a select Titan class figure? Uh, I was saying all so long. I was like, Titan selects, I mean... Pipe dream, right? Be yeah. neat. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> what happened was like Grand Maximus barely getting funded. I thought killed all of that. Yeah, and and I mean, in my fanboy brain said, "Well, Grand Max is the worst Titan mold anyway, so of course that one's not going to hit as hard as a repaint of Omega Supreme or Scorponok. They're better toys." And then it's like, "No, yeah, but businesses don't think like that, so that's not going to happen." Then it's. <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess they do. <laughs> no, uh, I I do have a pre order at at Big Bad for that. So yeah, I don't know where I, it's gonna go, but I want it. I I don't think I would have if they didn't show off the uh, the head the head robot mode, and then subsequently show also here's a physical prototype just to show you how many parts are new. They're all the mm-hmm. parts in gray, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. why? And damn it, and that's awesome, but why are you doing this? I don't care why you're doing it, but why? <laughs> oh, it's just so much character that doesn't exist for that character. It's like the eye patch is like a cute throwback to Zone, and that's it. Everything else on there is just, it's, it's like with Vertebrae, it's just like, I'm, my brain is filling with headcanon now, and I love it when a Transformers toy can do that to me. You Ugh. know what I what I need to see out of this toy? Is I need to see the Hydra mode. 
Someone asked face asked me about that on Discord. And having messed with Scorponok, I was like, the shoulder the shoulders won't curl upwards enough for it to be perfect. But at the end of the day, it comes down to who comes up with the flight stand for it. Yeah. Because that's what'll make it work. <laughs> Who's gonna print the Titan size flight stand for that thing? It's just eight of the Hasbro flight stands now. And uh, yeah. base <laughs> I was going to say, modify a Unicron stand somehow, and you're good to go. Uh, also, PSA about Unicron. Got this off Twitter uh, from uh, David Willis. The back leg of the Unicron stand can be unscrewed and removed if you're... And the, the reason I'm saying this is if your display situation is such that I got a spot for Unicron in planet mode or in, in robot mode, if that back leg on that stand wasn't jutting out the back, then it'd be fine. You can remove it. So there you go. Uh, that's a checkmate for some folks who are trying to figure out what to do about that, which we, we haven't talked about at all, but also none of us have got Unicron right now, right? I don't, I didn't I, order it. I, I didn't either. I couldn't afford it at the time and had no idea where it would go. All right. All right. I was curious. That's that, that, that makes for a uh, less complicated podcasting. <laughs> Have you guys? I'll just ask you before we close up. Have you guys ch- been been checking out all the photos people are taking? The, the who did order it and have been subsequently like, where do I put this? A little bit. I I, I, I don't okay. I don't want to see any photos of this toy in fear of very stupid decisions with money that might come <laughs> as a result. Well, if it helps, I got two bits of info. A sounds like there are a lot of people who didn't actually okay I'll, I'll put it this way there are a lot of people who didn't consider the size for whom that is also a deal breaker because there are also people who don't consider the size but they just live chaotic lives um and that's fine mm-hmm. Spe- hey speaking of myself i am i am a chaotic person that's fine but there are folks for whom it was like getting it in person was an actual like stomach drop into shoes moment of like wait a second wait what have i done Oh, no. (laughs) So that's point A. Point B, the Unicron aftermarket is comical. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't haven't even looked. Uh, How do we put this? It's always four figures, at least. Yeah. There's one on eBay for $10,000. Buy it now that no one's buying because it's just a prospector. But people seem to be prospecting in the realm of at least $2,000, if not $3,500 up. On mm. trying to resell theirs, I don't. If only know I the... had warehouse space and the want to like speculate on toys. I here's the thing though. I don't know that this has actually panned out for anyone as far as reselling it, because <laughs> anyone who's been following Unicron that still wants one that missed ordering him has also now heard every horror story of everyone who tries to lead a non chaotic life trying to fit that into their life. So. I think jury's still out in the long term as to whether getting a secondhand Unicron is super expensive or not compared to how much, you, you know, if it's going to be 3500 up or not in perpetuity. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what happens with it. But yeah, just in case that helps you guys, there's no way you can make a stupid decision unless, because I'm just assuming for both of you that, that 3500 up is not an impulse purchasable price. Correct. No. <laughs> I'm, 
I was maybe like, if my stimulus check showed up along with like four other people's stimulus checks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is there going to be a swerve here? I don't want to make the assumption. I'll leave the door open where it's like, well, actually, I've gotten into the stock market. So hurling $5,000 into a, a pit yeah. of fire is actually pretty normal. That's fine. I <laughs> or, or what is it right now? I guess uh, there, there's huge speculation now in Pokemon cards. If uh-huh. I'd gotten into that uh-huh. four months ago. Out of my Bitcoin drop that I'd gotten into <laughs> three years ago. Oh, wait a second. I've done none of those things. Also, apparently, the the new Digimon card game is getting speculated before it's even launched. And no, yeah. as far as I know, yeah. no one knows why. Uh, it's hit the... It, it, I only glanced at this briefly. It sounds like Digimon's new card game has hit the problem where only speculators are buying it. And it's hard for anyone to actually get it that want to play the game. <laughs> yeah. Can- yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, but why? You need why pe- for you Digimon? Need people, why you need for people Digimon? To actually, be playing the game to get people interested in the game to 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 buy it because like I, they're they're doing it because Pokemon blew up so big, so freaking big since December that yeah, it, it just seems like the next one. So they're speculating on it before they even realize if there's a demand or not. Because yeah. it's, I'm not trying to like crap on Digimon either. I have no, I have no horse in this race. Pokemon was barely part of my life. Digimon was never. So I, I you know, I'm not like taking a stand. I just don't know of Digimon being a property that props up speculator card game stuff. Pokemon has long has tenure. Pokemon has become mm-hmm. one of the big three. So it's got it. Like I'd recently been looking into that TCG Flesh and Blood once I found out that they had unlimited editions where the company making it does want people to play the game. So mm-hmm. they're making like limited run alpha print runs for the speculators simultaneously with unlimited print runs for, for players, which is a fascinating thing to look at. But it's even then, I was like, how did a speculator market appear for this, though? And and uh, watching uh, the Reddit... I, I, I feel it's, like it's a thing that's one of those spinoffs of people not understanding. Because, well, yeah. like, Pokemon's happened because my understanding is, like, two or three just, like, people that are famous because they're famous on YouTube... Like found out that like oh if you get some of the those original Pokemon cards if you get a holographic Charizard then it's worth a bunch of money because there's not many reasons because there's not many and nostalgia not necessarily because of the game and oh yeah then they just started doing box openings and those are big videos and so then that's driven prices up on it because well if popular youtube man is doing card opening things maybe i'll start doing that too and it's like eating the market in a weird way and so now other people are saying are seeing that and going well i can do that too it's Ma- a property maybe, th- maybe this is how we should have saved the transformers tcg well it's we it's should a- have gotten popular persons to open boxes and not like you and i well no they and- did they they sent them to uh, they sent them to to super influencers yeah, yeah. uh but, but no uh, i was gonna say with flesh and blood it launched with this scarcity and it's like i don't think there's anything um nefarious going on the game is coming from like a small design team in new zealand like it's it's kind of cool that flesh and blood is like Mm -hmm. taking off like this but it launched with a speculator market supported by mtg finance speculators at that 
who were yeah. tr- who well, were spending to get in on it. And the thing on the Reddit I was going to say that that no one's identified is like, as far as anyone can tell, only those speculators are even doing trading of alpha product for that game. Yeah. And so they're like, they're like, what's like, do they know that? <laughs> uh, I, I'm also saying this because once I found out Flesh and Blood had an unlimited run, I looked into how it works. It actually looks like a really fun game, and I'm planning to build some decks for it um, for the aftertimes, uh, along nice. with the Transformers decks I'm building. Yeah, it'd be nice if someone if someone around here actually knew Flesh and Blood. We got two boxes of it at the store that are doing nothing. Are they unlimited? If they're unlimited, if they're not unlimited, then you can you can advertise that. I <laughs> have no unlimited. idea. <laughs> they're just yeah, two it, boxes a, of flesh and blood. It's a shame. It looks like a really good game that should have legs. It's in the same risk area as Transformers, where it's like good TCGs don't necessarily get to live. But you're going the, up against the big three, especially when one of the big three is in its biggest boom ever. That, mm-hmm. That's why. That's why. Like once I found out about Unlimited, I'm like, no, it's fine that Flesh and Blood has this deranged alpha run aftermarket. That's not even aftermarket. This deranged alpha run speculator market that is being supported. Because it's like, if that means that they they are able to get over the hump of letting their game live, and it also means that you can buy the game as a normal person, then I'm fine with it. Uh. That's such a weird thing TCGs have to go through, though, of, like, be available and playable and pleasant, but also tap into speculator market. Like, like Flesh and Blood, I'm going to I'm stop going on this tangent after a sec, but, like, the thing Flesh and Blood does to, to pull that off is they also have these, these, these two rarities that are hyper-limited. One of them is, like, one per multiple cases, and then the thing they did that I like is that that the, the the two of those cards that exist are also not currently game breaking, so they're they're not necessary. The the rarity down sadly is necessary, uh, and that's a problem I think going forward. But uh, oh, it's just, it's it's a shame that like so many games have to like figure out how to create that. Like I'm I'm happy Pokemon like managed to hit that, even though I guess they don't they don't really need it. They already were tenured, but. Mm-hmm. You you have to like try to manufacture that without it showing. And I don't I don't even know how you do that. Like it's anyway. Uh that's a podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We're gonna continue on, no matter what happens with my brain or theirs, mostly mine. Aaron, uh thank you for joining me. Hope you're doing you're well. Uh, uh, it's a day to day thing, man. That's Always right. Is. That's I, I I always tell people like I ask the question all the time because it's regular conversation. But I also tell people I'm like if you ask me how I'm doing, at least don't get bummed out if I don't respond positively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, TJ, thank you for coming by as well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I I wish the both of you the ability to do well. That's the positive version. Uh, in the imminent future uh, and uh, we will be back with uh, I think our next episode will just be us doing kind of our normal thing uh, now that we've we've cleared a few little little blocks I felt I had in my head as far as stuff to cover but uh, yeah stay tuned we'll be back and uh, until then uh, stay safe and stay the course <laughs> <laughs>